Hey guys, what's up? This is Zymes. I uh, just want to let you know my levels were a little aggressive on this podcast. Just aggressive like the way I'm talking to you right now. But just enjoy it. Uh, this is the first week we were broadcasting on all games. So I need to learn and change some of the settings. But what a fantastic show you're about to listen to. All games. All games. All games. All games. Hello, I would like to speak to you on the subject of the world's next great catastrophe. Catastrophe. Hey, it's Matt Bradford with Video Game Outsiders, and you are listening to Horrible Gamers. One of those words is accurate. Which one is it? This is Wingman709 from This Xbox Life, and you are listening to Horrible Gamers Podcast, where I go every week for all things horrible. This is Tedekin from ZombieCast and the creator of Combat Kids, and you are listening to Horrible Gamers Podcast. But really, you should probably stop listening and go watch Combat Kids again. Guys, this is Freeman from ZombieCast and Knuckleballer Radio, and you're listening to Horrible Gamers Podcast. It makes you realize, you know what? You're not so bad at gaming. These guys should try board games. This is what you want. This is what you get. The horrible, the horrible game, with your Z, with Welcome to episode 87 of the Horrible Gamers Podcast. And I just want to say I'm excited tonight because we are on all games. Yeah! Horrible Gamers has joined all games. And we are on the all games right now doing a live show. If you're listening to this, it's too late for you to listen. But next week, hopefully, we'll be doing the same thing around 7 o'clock or 8 p.m. I'm not sure. We need to set that up. But allgames.com slash live. Yeah, that's it. That's it. This is, you guys, all games, all games, awesome. Home of the of the mighty zombie cast. You guys know them. Knuckleball the radio, horseplay live, B team, gaming history 101. I never heard of them, but they might be awesome. At Dead Pixel live and R9 cast. You guys, the list goes on and on and on. It just keeps going. So we'll, we'll be on here Saturday nights doing live shows. You guys can join the chat and hang out and do all that stuff gonna be fun if you're a first time listener at horrible gamers that's our twitter handle or you can find a we have a facebook group horrible gamers podcast join us there we're all there and we have a lot of cool stuff going on um also youtube channel got that and a voicemail 504-475-4497 you can leave us a voicemail we got two today one from brandon lloyd who's from the horrible gamers facebook community and one from obi from horseplay live so i'll be playing those in a little bit so, on today's show, we got our fa- Guess who's back? You guys want to know who's back? Rob is back. Rob, what is up, man? Hey, man. What's up? How's it going? <laughs> How you doing, dude? It's been a while. It's been a while. It's only been a couple of weeks, but, you know, things are going all right. <laughs> a couple of weeks is a while. And we got Jesus. Jesus walks a lot. Our favorite, our favorite Mexican. Hello, everybody. Jesus is here. <laughs> Go, hola. Hola. Me llamo Jesus. And we were able to find another host to fill Brink's position for the night. Um, I never heard of this guy. Actually, no, I've totally heard of this guy. I've been listening to his show lately. And this guy is incredible because he can recall everything in video games. I can play a game and right when I'm done, I forget. <laughs> but Fred Rojas from B-Team and Gaming History 101. Well, hi, thanks for having me. Uh, I am not... I'm not like uh, the master of retention or anything like that. What I do, though, is I do tend to write up after I've finished playing a game. That does help for me, at least. Uh, but I don't know that a lot of people really want to do that. <laughs> Dude, I'm listening. To, I listened to it, your podcast from from uh, two weeks ago. You guys are doing Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Like, I love Mass Effect. Mass Effect is one of my favorite games, and these guys will, will vouch that they love Mass Effect just as much. 
but damn, can I remember anything from the game? No, nothing. <laughs> we actually had to write stuff down that we wouldn't talk about, not like on purpose, but when you try to compact that trilogy and all the stuff surrounding it, like all the news and all the crazy stuff that happened surrounding it uh, into two hours, yeah, you, you got to kind of fine tune it. So a lot of people were like, why didn't you talk about this, that, or the other? And I was like, uh, just because we didn't have time. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we have some fun with it. We tend to go more in depth on other topics but um for some reason we just kind of skimmed the surface with mass effect i think the goal was to it's new enough that we just wanted people to go play it Uh, mass effect is great no but i'm I'm seriously impressed dude i'm seriously impressed on just the way you can retain information in your brain that i can't do that it sucks man i hate it i mean if you want to hear something crazy (laughs) um there is we did a two-part on the history of sonic uh it's somewhere on our feed and uh, for the second one, we, I, I go off for an hour about, uh, about um, if you've ever wondered why there's not a Sonic game on Saturn, I actually know why. And I talk about the canceled game that was in development forever and all that stuff. So it's pretty crazy. So Yeah, dude. It's, it, but honestly, man, I'll watch a movie or a video game. I'll play it. Like, I'll play a game and my roommate will ask me. He'll, like, he'll start playing it and go, he'll ask me, like, like Stuff about it, I'm like, I don't remember. I, I don't remember. Yeah. Like, what'd you do at this part? I don't know. I, I don't know. I just I just kept moving forward. It's a video game. I, I just move forward. That's it. Kill shit, move forward. Kill shit, move forward. Boss fight. <laughs> That's true. how it works, man. It's true. It's true. That's how it works. So, I mean, guys, guys, we're here to talk video games, so let's talk some video games. I, I'm a little excited. I'm a little hyped up. It's like fun. We're, we're doing this live. We haven't done a live show in a couple months. And we're on all games. We got, you know, we got... We got a group of people listening. It's kind of embarrassing. Normie's in there. Normie, Normie's. We got to, we got to show off for her. So, um, <laughs> always. Where do we start? Where do you guys want to start? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, once no, no, I was no. saying that, I was actually on Knuckleball Radio this week, guys. Yeah. I went on there with uh, Freeman and Normie, and we were talking toilets and drugs. Yeah. And skiing. That's how that usually goes. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun time. <laughs> And tomorrow, now, actually, I'll be on the Uncanny Expros podcast as well. So find oh, me there tomorrow. So you're a whore. Nice. Pretty much. Just go around and just get on all these shows. You know, I, I pay them to have me on there. Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I want to talk about something I've been playing this week, man. Okay. I want, I want yeah, to sure. just get into games real quick and talk about what I've been playing. I, I play The Division. I'm pretty sure some of you guys have as well. We, You know, it was a big beta going on right now. It started, I believe, on Thursday for the Xbox and uh, Friday for PS4 PC. And I was playing The Division, man, and I, and I was so excited for this game. You know, we saw this game back in E3, was it 2014, 2013? And um, it's been delayed, and, you know, I was excited because I didn't play the, the alpha, so I was in this beta, got the code, and I jump in there, and i got to say, I'm not feeling this game. I am not impressed by it. Um, Something about it has me turned off. Like, I don't want this game anymore. I'm glad I didn't pre-order it before this beta. I don't <laughs> uh, want this. I don't want this. Yeah, I, I don't want this game anymore. Like, fuck you, Ubisoft. Keep, keep this. I don't want it, you know. And I don't know what it was. Maybe I'm afraid of these type of games because I didn't like I didn't like Destiny for the fact that it was very grindy. It, it felt too uh, repetitive for me. It felt like, oh, you're doing the same shit just to get more gear, more loot, all this and that. Um and this game sort of feels the same way. And the menus are atrocious. The menus suck. The menus are very confusing. 
the objectives are not very clear. They kind of just tell you things on the radio and they expect you to kind of just go out and find them. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think about this beta thing? Beta thing. That beta thing. <laughs> well, first of all, I did have a quick question. Jesus, uh, where were you playing this? On like Xbox. Xbox One, okay. He was yeah. playing it in the woods, man. He was yeah. out there. He had an extension cord. I only play on the toilet. That's the only place I feel comfortable playing. Um, uh, well, well, the reason I ask, and, and real quick, um, just to offer a little insight to what you were talking about, I do believe it was 2013. It might have been 2012, but I'm pretty sure it was E3 2013 when we first saw it. And back then, the division was a first-person shooter. It was actually supposed to be some weird... Honestly, I think it was supposed to be the next Tom Clancy kind of replacement for Rainbow Six at the time because mm-hmm. Patriots was in bad shape and nobody had even heard of Siege. Um, yeah. And then we heard nothing about it until the next E3. And then when it popped up, it was kind of more what you're seeing here. It went to third person. It was group-based, open city. And um, at this point, I hate to sound cynical, but I feel like this full-blown became a cash grab for the Destiny crowd. Like Ubisoft wanted some of that cash. And That's what I think it was too. Yeah, and the beta did I, I played the beta on PC. Mm-hmm. And um you know what I what I can say is like I, I don't really have a whole lot of gripes about the game per se, other than the concept of it. And I need to go into it saying that, you know, and it sounds like you are too, Jesus, and we may be the minority. Um in fact sales would suggest like we, are. we are. Um <laughs> in that uh I, I just really didn't I, I didn't dig what Destiny had to offer. And when I started catching whiffs that this would be this way, you know, that was that was my first hesitation. And then to play the beta, it just kind of confirms my thoughts, um, which that's either good news or bad news, depending on the gamer you are. But for me, yeah, this is really something I'm not too not too keen on uh, grabbing yet. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I started the first mission where you go and you kind of clear out your base and you, you secure your base. And then they send you out to to this hospital or to get this doctor or something. And just going through there, the way the guns shoot, it feels nice. It feels good. But I don't like the cover mechanics. I don't like how you have to hold A to run to the next cover point. Um, And the shooting felt kind of weird to me when you're shooting the enemy and you see all these little hit numbers pop up around the enemy. Like, you know, all these damage counters popping up. Well, you don't like Borderlands? I was like, what the (laughs) hell is the point of this stuff? man? like, I don't need this. I just want to kill the enemy. And hit him in the head, and they drop. Like you know, if an enemy drops, I'm sure he's dead. Um, it was just really weird to me the way that that was set up. Uh, I gotta say, the game looks nice, though. It looks good. It, it runs very well. I'm impressed at the scope of the game because it's kind of just open world. You're walking around, you see all these things going on in the streets. You see the snow falling. You, you know, you all the environments, the things you shoot at, the bullets go. You see the bullets go through the windows. You know, all that stuff. It's fucking cool. It looks good. But I'm not. I'm not. I don't feel like I'm going to buy this game now at this point. If the, if I wouldn't have played this beta and the game would have released, I probably would have just bought it. But mm. now that I've actually played this, it kind of turned me off of it. <laughs> you would just. Well, yeah, I know. I know that feeling. Like you're gonna. You're. You like. I'm gonna buy that game. And you play the beta. And you're like. Yeah. Maybe I'm not gonna buy the game. <laughs> like me and Rob were talking earlier. Rob Servi, you could yeah. say like in 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 the division. It feel, I feel like the bullets don't connect well. You don't feel like you're getting a good... There's not a good feel to hitting a body. And when you go for headshots, they still take like four or five fucking bullets to the head. Like, for real? Come on. 
Come on, what a headshot should the be a headshot effect. Yeah, uh, it's like you're just like you're just like you're, you're aiming right at the head. You feel like if I aim at the head, I'll get a better shot. So you're just like one, yeah. two, three, four. Like fuck, what the <laughs> fuck kind of mask are you wearing? Seriously, like how many bullets are you gonna take to the head? Are you just gonna spit them out? It, ah, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like. I, I'm not going to say the game sucks. I kind of like it. There's a lot of people in the chat right now who who like it. And I do like the game, mm-hmm. sort of. Um, but I'm just... It, I When I went in there with four people as a group, it was really fun. When I went in there by myself, I was not having fun at all. So this game is like a connect with people type of thing. Connect with people, go in there, go on missions together. You know, Do you guys know how many people you can have in, in one group? I'm not sure. Yeah, I want to say eight, but maybe not. I'm trying to remember. I mean, at all the press conferences, I don't know if you've ever seen that played at a press conference, but it's hilarious because Ubisoft does all that, uh, all the crazy banter, you know. Oh, where, yeah. where hey, they bro, do we're going to go in here. Yeah. Hey, we're going to go in here <laughs> like and take that. this in. Oh, here. no, here they come. I love yeah. that. But, uh, roger I, that. Roger that to the left. <laughs> it's either six or eight. I can't remember. Um, but you know what? Uh, you know, Sean, I think you might have touched on something that is probably one of my biggest problems with it, which is that I hate to say it, but I'm not a social gamer. Um, it's not that I don't like playing online. On the contrary, I really do. Uh, but my schedule is counter to most people's. And when I know I'm going to be able to play, I find out like 30 seconds beforehand, and then I've got like 20 minutes to play. You know, and that's not conducive to Destiny or especially, or especially Destiny, and probably not the Division either. Okay, R- Rob, man, like, because we're kind of on the same page. Like, l- l- let's talk a little, Rob. What's up, dude? Um, how you feeling about the division? <laughs> Same. <clears throat> um, it's very confusing, but to be expected because they dropped you in free way into the game. Apparently, well, a little bit into the game anyway. It's not the very beginning of the game, so nothing kind of explained to you, and it's kind of confusing about what you're supposed to be doing. Um, I feel it could be good. Uh, I actually think it would be a pretty good uh, single player game. I think I, I've I've been rolling around in whatever wherever I am, New York, is it? Uh, on my own and, and handling things well enough uh, hasn't got too crazy um, but there's something not clicking with it something doesn't feel right about it I can't really put my finger on it yet it, it's like it, it's a good game and it's a good idea behind everything but for me it just I, I think I'm probably still going to get it I'm pl- I played it on Xbox One it looks okay uh, it, I don't think the frame rate. I was getting a lot of frame rate drops into like the low lows, like probably twenties, tens. I don't know. It was every once in a while it stutter really bad, and I get annoyed with it. Uh, I played it on the PC uh, today. What was it? Today? I think it was today. I played it for a little bit. It looks really good. It looks really good in like fourteen forty p. It looks. It, I I don't have a frame rate counter on the U U like the U Play um, client. I'm not sure how to do that. I Maybe mean, I got to run Fraps, but um, <laughs> I know it runs really smooth. And it looks pretty good. Yeah. I posted some screenshots on Horrible Gamers earlier. I was like, and this looks pretty good. But the sad thing is I don't have a lot of PC friends. I know I know Rojas is a PC gamer. Yep. But all my friends are on a console, so it has to do that. But, so, you know, I've, I've noticed that, though. And that's one thing I will, I will warn you, Sean. Like, I've made this mistake plenty of times um, where I've bought the game on PC because it's either cheaper or easier to find or mm-hmm. looks better. And I really regret it. Um, and I'm going to tell you, my gut is telling me that The Division, unless you have like a PC gaming posse, um, is probably going to be more of a console endeavor. Yeah. Even yeah, though it doesn't I feel, feel it. as good. 
Uh, we're not taking anything away. No one's saying this is a bad game. I'm just saying this. They obviously showed off the coolest shit. Like with Watch Dogs, they show off this like beautiful tech. You're like, is that really a video game? During that first E3, you're like, holy shit, because we were still in the, we were still in the mind state of playing Xbox 360. You're like, is that really a video game? It looks real. And then like now it comes out. You're like, you know, I don't I don't know if tech has gotten behind or you know they obviously kind of because even the PC version at 1440p does not look as good as it did at the E3 conference. So. I don't know. It just, it's it, it is what it is. Um, this I think it's gonna be fun though. I'm still gonna get it. I'll be playing with you guys. If you guys want to roll with a, a posse or six? A lot of people that I, that I know have pre-ordered this game already, man. They they're they're set. Their mind is set. Their heart is set. Good to go. Yeah, and I will tell you that uh, this game's gonna sell well. It is. Um, yeah, I feel pretty confident about that. It'll do well. It's, it's, I, think, I think it ticks a lot of boxes for a lot of people. I, I don't like the shooting mechanics. I don't like the. There's no gratification for a headshot, and I don't get headshots very often. So when I get four in a row, and the guy just comes, keeps, keeps coming at me, it's like, no, I don't want to keep doing this. It's going to be too frustrating. Did you guys ever play Fuse? Fuse was that game that checked every box for everybody, but it wasn't. In the end, the product wasn't a the 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 master. It wasn't the the platinum trophy of games. It wasn't. It was just like they checked every box they could check for all the gamers, but it didn't quite work out as good. I, I don't. Did you guys the play elevator, that? The elevator pitch for Fuse was amazing, and I'm oh, sorry yeah. to say, but the developers Insomniac and they've done a lot of fantastic games, um, and uh, Fuse. <laughs> Not one of their proudest moments. <laughs> I love Insomniac, man. I love him to death. But that, I mean, Infuse was just like a game. They checked every box to, to make everyone happy, but it just didn't work out. They even had Jennifer Hale, who voices Fem Shep, and I'm fairly certain they did get good old um, oh, who does uh, Nolan North. I think he was in there, but uh, but yeah. Yeah, Fuse ticked all the boxes, and it just kind of fell apart. Now, there's an interesting development story, which I won't get into here, um, but you can read up on I think IGN did it, um, where that game changed drastically, and I think you notice every time this happens, that can usually fall south for a game. But, uh, yeah, no, 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 Fuse is an interesting anomaly if you happen to see it at, like, a GameStop for five bucks or something. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good game for cheap. Wasn't it originally called, like, Overwatch or something? Wasn't that as... It was called something like that. Yeah, it and had an interesting... Overstrike. 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 That's yeah. right, that's right. Uh, Insomniac Games. And the Insomniac Games has a new game coming out, which looks kind of odd. I'm not sure if I'm interested. Is that the uh, Oculus ga- game? No, there's a side-scrolling game where you're rolling around with like a your little, little girl rolling around in a, a submarine, and it's actually being published... I think it's being published by uh, GameStop. Huh. Oh, yeah, wait, I did just hear about this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they just it's just GameStop it just, is now a publisher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's there's no conflict of interest there. Don't worry about any pre-order of, now. <laughs> yeah, pre-order right, bonuses. right. All of a sudden, everybody who's like in the gamers club <laughs> is suddenly pre-ordered <laughs> without knowing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Song of the Deep. Song of, yeah, the, Song Deep. of the Deep. Yeah, it's coming this summer, so it's got to have been in development for a while. It, it looks like it looks. Uh, I gotta watch rewatch the trailer. It looked kind of simple. I was like, uh, I was kind of bored when I watched it because when I when they said uh, an Insomniac game's coming, I'm like, oh yeah, Ratchet and Clank. You know, I'm, I'm thinking of crazy third person action, some cool shit. And then I was like, what is this? It's like a, a submarine version of Child of Light, which I like Child of Light. I'm not saying I don't didn't like it, but um, I don't but know. It's I mean, not, it, yeah. 
Yeah, there's a little something missing Insomniac. We want you, man. We we want we want like ah, I want some more. And I can't well, wait for Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, if you're looking for some big stuff like that, they do have that game Edge of Nowhere in development, but it is currently for Oculus only. Although I'm gonna tell you right now, and and you know, Sean and I, you were talk, you and I were talking about this in the uh, in the 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 Facebook chat. Um, at that price point, and I think the similar price points of all VR headsets that game could very easily become a non-VR game, and they might need to to recover some funds. So um, Edge of Nowhere could be a cool... It's like a horror game set in the Antarctic. Ooh. I'm getting a little bit of a The Thing vibe, and so okay. uh, I could go for something like that. Hell and if yeah. it's got a bunch of customized weapons, a la Ratchet & Clank or other Insomniac games, um, I could see that being very cool. But right now it's VR only, but I, don't, I see it making the jump pretty quick to non-VR. I, I was all over the VR. I kind of came to the decision I might get it. And then I heard you talking about, I think maybe on B-Team, about how you need three, like 3.0 USB drives or four or fuck. I don't know. I don't, I don't have it. And I don't. 2.0 and three 3.0s. And you can't use hubs. Yeah, see, so. that, that crosses me out unless I change out my motherboard. And that's another no, it's job. It's only 120 bucks for the PCI card, assuming your motherboard supports it. I don't understand what everyone's problem is, right? You got to so, pay there you go. VR. Okay, so VR <laughs> plus that. plus ugh, I'm looking at 800 bucks. Come I on, guys. Wait, wait, wait for the Sony VR. Wait for the Sony dumbed down VR. Get that instead. The entry level VR. No, because you're not going to get the porn, man. Everybody wants the porn. Yeah, you are, man. Yeah, you are. You'll be some you kind of hack. Your VR. So, so, Sony the- loves the gamers, and Sony will just unlock porn for everybody. They'll have a porn app. <laughs> okay, you guys, you I checked. It. You know, you can sideload it. Okay, guys, this is a secret. <laughs> this is a little secret, guys. I, ch- I did uh-huh. check out. Google Google Cardboard. I downloaded some porn on on, on oh, uTorrent. Wow. I put it on my phone, and I was kind of creeped out, dude. It's like when the girl gets close to you, like she's all up in your face. Like I don't know, it just feels weird. You look down. I mean, when I look down, I got a big ass Johnson. So it's <laughs> for me, it's cool. I'll just take that part of the porn, so I can look down and have a big ass Johnson. But with the chick, when she gets close, she's like all disproportioned. <laughs> it's just <laughs> they, they haven't quite figured that part out. Um... I've heard. Uh, I, I'll be honest. I haven't checked it out yet. I just got a Gear VR this week, um, but uh, I'm always curious about it because I was the first person to jump onto uh, 3DS porn. I did a, a call out for it uh, on um, on B Team, and somebody must have hinted somebody because uh, I got an email that was like, "Yo, I heard you were looking for 3DS porn. Yeah, here's all the 3D 3DS porn." <laughs> no shit. No, no shit. And they even oh, told me how to do it without having to hack my 3DS. So you can do that, but. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if porn's going to push VR, uh, and and that could harm its uh, commercial uses in the beginning. But who knows? Uh, I, Jesus, you and I kind of talked about that too. Uh, I'm curious to see the price point of PlayStation VR. Um, I think it will never be as low as people need it to be at launch, but I'm hoping maybe it's a little more consumer-friendly. And anybody who has lofty thoughts that the Vive is going to be Less than the Oculus, you are r- wrong. You are unfortunately very wrong. I've heard on the upwards of a thousand bucks. I think the the PlayStation VR. I don't know what, what is it called. Is it Morpheus at the point? It was it Project Morpheus. Now it's PlayStation VR. So PlayStation VR. I think it'll launch at a four hundred dollar price point. I think they'll launch it at the same price as the PS4 itself. I think they'll just try to keep it even. They're not going to try to push that five hundred dollar price point. And I think that's too high. I think they'll go for four hundred dollars. If they do, I think they're going to get a lot of hungry people who 
had itchy trigger fingers on the Oculus. And if they're smart, they can get that price point announced quickly, even if they don't have a date yet. Um, because what blows my mind is that the Oculus and then the Vive has already announced that at the end of February, they'll start pre-orders and no one's giving price points. And this is a big misstep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think at, at E3 is when Sony's going to announce their price point. I think that first they're going to come out with some crazy games. They're going to announce some future titles that are going to be big AAA titles for this VR headset. And then they're going to just, in the end, announce it's going to be only $400 or something like that. I mean, they did it with PlayStation 4. They could do it again. Yep. Like, how much do you want? Five ninety nine? Four ninety nine. Uh, another thing they need to do, which we didn't see Oculus do, and we've definitely not seen the Vive do, or the Vive or whatever, is can we get a lineup of games? Like, yeah. everybody knows when you launch a platform, you tell what you can play on it. Because that's been everyone's biggest question. What the hell am I going to do with this thing? It, all you need to do is porn. That's it. It's, you need you need eight minutes out of it's your day just, every day, and it's worth it. Wants is porn. Not everybody uh, wants a helmet that doesn't allow us to know our periphery when there are other oh, people roaming their house. <laughs> you take off your helmet after your, your your six minutes of joy, and you just look around. And your whole family staring at you with the like with the groceries in your hands. Surprise birthday party or something. They're just looking at you like oh, one's yeah. holding a gas can, the other one's got the match. They're just ready to just for just just wipe it. Jeez, man. Oh, hey. Man. Hey, Rob, man, do you have any interest in VR? No, I don't. Uh, I've used uh, the Samsung VR in our, in our shop, and um, this doesn't appeal to me. It's not, not, a, it's not a thing for me at all. I'm quite happy with my controller. I don't really want to go away from that. I get it, man, but the porn. The porn is it's, real. Yeah, I'm not that driven by porn, man. I'm, I'm not a freak <laughs> like you. Okay, that's true. <laughs> that's true, man. That's what Rob says, but look at him, man. You know, you know, man. He's a king. He's a king of New Zealand. He just says, hey, you, here, now. That's all he's got to say, man. I don't have that luxury. I got social anxiety. So if I can stay at home and have my girlfriend experience through a headset, let's do that. Let's let's do that. It's going to work out. It's going to work out. She won't leave me. She won't. Like, I I have abandonment issues. This girl won't leave me. If I can go into character creator and just create the hottest chick, like, oh, man. I'll yeah, spend 19 okay, hours. Dies, and you're going to be like, what, what? My headset died? What? You can't find the charger. Oh, yeah. What if there was a character creator for this girlfriend experience thing? I'd have this girlfriend, what and then if- I can, like, download mods so I can have, like, Moxie from Borderlands one day, and the next day I have, like, Lilith, wow. and the next day I put that. I don't that. know about you guys, but USB ports blow all the time, no pun intended. Um, and, uh, and one of those USB 3.0 ports goes, and there it goes. There's your investment. Just... Yeah. Oh, the other thing that's pretty big on the PSVR I, that I do definitely like, and they reconfirmed it today um, on the PlayStation blog, was that you will be able to broadcast in a single screen everything you're experiencing on the Morpheus. So you're, the people in the room with you can watch you play the game. Oh, that's I think cool. that's so a big... While you're wearing the headset, you're just going to be streaming to your TV? Yes. The, the regular HDMI connection will stream the same image to the TV. So That's pretty cool. Be- it's going to yeah. be pretty awkward if you're watching porn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking video games. I know. Weird. But uh, Adam's his roommate's going to walk in. He's going to look over at the TV. <laughs> no, dude. I got my, dude, I got my door closed. Someone's like, hey, what are you watching? Like, nothing. I was playing a video game. Like, no. Like, you were broadcasting to the TV. I saw the, all of that. I didn't know you. I saw all of that. It's not even legal. Uno? What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's an old Xbox 360 joke, but uh, yeah. 
Uno, yeah. Uno Anyways, was guys, big, man. I played another game this week. This is a game coming out here, uh, I think in May, May 15th, if I'm correct. It's called Homefront The Revolution. I got into a close beta this week. Um, it was only available Friday, certain hours, certain times. And I got to say, Homefront looks like shit. Whoa, were you playing it on... Xbox One. So I got into a closed beta for the Xbox One. They oh, sent me a code. Whoa, 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 whoa. Your friend got into a closed beta and he told you about this experience. My friend, yeah, my, my yes. cousin. My, yes. fam, my friend, friend of the family got into a closed beta and they were telling me that uh, it doesn't look good, guys. It doesn't look good. It might be just a beta, um, but it doesn't look nothing near, not even close to any of the screenshots that we've seen so far. Not even close. Yeah. But the battle feels only full, a beta. Beta terrible. Yeah. Well, here's the here's um, the well the right. gameplay is not even that good either. So this is the, the big problem with it. You know, they announced this game's going to release with uh, twelve missions, and there's two missions on the beta. And my friend told me they're they're not that fun. Twelve missions. Twelve missions at launch. Really? Because it's what it is. It's like it's an open area. Right. You spawn in an open area, and it kind of you 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 spawn in with your teammates. You four people, I think. And they tell you, okay, you know, you're talking to, like, this person on a walkie-talkie. And they're like, okay, go to this part and take out this patrol. So you run across the map. It's kind of like open-world type-ish. And you run over there. You get there. You see the patrol. It's kind of, like, highlighted like a big yellow square, my friend told me. And you get in there, and you shoot the enemies. And then it tells you, oh, fall back to this other location because you can't hold off all these guys. So fall back, fall back. So then you're running back to another location. You hold it there for a second. You shoot at the other, uh, all the enemies is just like cookie cutter, man. They're just coming out of the woodwork. You know, they come out from the left, from the right, from the front. And then again, fall back. Come, go help these guys. They're being pinned down. So you run over there, you shoot these like enemies again, the KPR. And then again, okay, now you got to wait here with these guys, defend while they're getting attacked. So then more enemies come attacking. Okay, now fall back to this other location. Same thing. Defend. Until the mission's over. Okay, now escape. And then that's it. You escape. It was very cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. Both missions were like that. Um, not impressed. Not impressive at all. Well, here's, here's a couple of things I will say. And I have not played the beta. Uh, I actually have a quote-unquote authorized. Um, I, I previewed it at PAX. Mm-hmm. And I was playing it on an Xbox One. Um, I saw the console. I doubt it was for show. Um and uh, and it didn't look too bad for me. Uh, for me, I mean, it wasn't the most beautiful. Like it, it wasn't Rise of the Tomb Raider levels, which was kind of weird because Rise of the Tomb Raider was kind of right next to it, so it was making it look a little rough. Um, but like I said, it was pretty good for most of the Xbox One shooters I've seen, and um, those were actually what you're talking about were actually like little side optional missions. Um, I I got to play a couple of the actual story missions uh, or or. I guess I would call them missions. Um, and, you know, where you're, you kind of like ambush a group. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, there's a huge, um, oh, what's the word for it? Car- uh, not a cartel. <laughs> you know, uh, what, what's the, the, the huge group of like trucks all running together? A convoy? Thank you, a convoy. And you basically ambush them and mm-hmm. then try to take out communications and then you try to you try to steal their supplies and get them away and this was uh you had like four people in your squad that were kind of helping yeah. you but there was probably like 20 people uh on the battlefield 
Um, and it was it was pretty cool. You kind of escaped with your your package, and you got onto a motorcycle, and we were able to do a lot of crazy stuff where we could do like backflips and jump, you know, over buses and whatnot. Um, and we used a bunch of different gadgets and modded weapons and stuff. I don't know. There was a lot going on, um, but I it, I got the impression, and they said that was just a very small part of one of the early missions and the game has a lot going on. So I got the impression that there would be a lot of missions in this game. Um, mm. And aside from the, the optional ones, which sounds like kind of more what you're describing, I don't know where to go with this because I'm kind of concerned. Homefront has a lot of things going against it because it's had just a ton of delays. Uh, yeah, so, but they're expected delays because, I mean, you know, THQ went under and all that happened. Well, and they've moved developers like three times. Yeah. <laughs> but I was I was pretty impressed with it, but the only thing that I did fear was kind of like what you were saying, which was diversity of what I'm doing. I'm still yeah. concerned that they haven't shown me enough to convince me that Homefront's going to have a lot going on. Hopefully we'll get to see more. The game's not due out till May, but I don't know. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic for for fear of overusing that phrase. <laughs> Did did you guys like Homefront, the first one? Because the multiplayer, I loved I it. And this this I is did. why I loved it. It wasn't the graphics. It wasn't necessarily the gameplay. Well, what I loved about it was like when you kill people, when you do things, you got points. And you can stack up yeah. those points and spin them how you wanted to. So you could, stack, yeah. you could just stack up half the game and then buy a tank and then roll in with a tank and just slaughter motherfuckers. But Hell that's yeah. what I liked about it. Is that stuff in here? Does, does your no. friend know? Is that stuff? No, you don't know? You don't know. It's not. It's <laughs> not in there. From what he's played, there's. It's not in there. It's not. None of that. Everything's gone. It's not that multiplayer anymore, man. This so it's not, like even, mission, it's not even. It's like a mission-based multiplayer. It's well, not and I don't even know that it's going to be multiplayer now. In the beta, did your friend mention if like you could do co-op? You can invite your friends okay. into your squad. Okay. And like I said, there's four people per squad. You can invite your friends into the squad. So I'm pretty sure that's how you play co-op. Um, but you can't. Like I said, there's no other, you know, players that are enemies. It's just you against the KPA, the AI, and there's different modes. There's easy, there's normal, there's hard. I was told, um, and easy is hard. <laughs> normal, it's hard. Yeah, and it's tough. Hard is realistic. Like it's it's ridiculous. They're, these enemies are not easy to kill because, like I said, um, you know, they they keep coming at you. They don't stop. Yeah, the demos I was playing, lots of press were were dying left and right, and uh, the reload times weren't great. Um, and so that was that was hurting a lot of people. Um, but yeah, um, I asked Sean at I got to interview one of the lead developers, and I asked him. I said, "So what about the multiplayer component? Chaos Studios did a great multiplayer with the original Homefront. In fact, I would say it's more memorable than the campaign." Um, and uh, and he said, "Well, at this time." we don't have anything to announce in terms of multiplayer at all. At that time, we didn't even get a confirmation of co-op. That is sad, man, you know, because, like, I'm, you know, I really enjoyed Home from the, the the first game, you know. I enjoyed the campaign. I loved the story. I love where they were going, like, the Red Dawn style, you know, Korea's invading the United States, all that shit. And I enjoyed the whole story, you know, through and through from beginning to end. And the, But the multiplayer was the highlight of that game. You know, not a lot of people played it. It didn't get, you know, a lot of players in it throughout its lifetime. It was a very short-lived multiplayer, but it was really good. It, all the, the perks were all fucking awesome. The, mm. the gunplay felt good. The maps felt like the right size, you know, for vehicles and for, you know, missiles to come down from the sky and all that stuff. It, it, it was a good multiplayer. 
Um, it's sad that they have not included that in this game if that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. So is this Rob? Did you play? Um, did you play Homefront? No, I did not. The original? I don't actually. No, I don't know much about it. Um, so yeah, not the original. Comedy. So the original was was America was invaded by yeah North Korea. North Korea. So basically, we. Yeah. So okay, in the second one. So basically, the only thing that's going to the second game is like the, the theme of it, like none of the gameplay, yeah. nothing. I mean, well, and the and the setting. The first game took place in San Francisco and kind of ended with a battle on the San Francisco, uh, the Golden Gate Bridge, um, and you kind of didn't know where this was going to go. I think this is a new protagonist, and we're now in Philly, so it's just a different part of the war. They're bringing it yeah. kind of over into uh, the East Coast a little bit. Because so. I remember in the beginning. In the first game, the United States kind of held the front at, like, a certain... Like, North Korea invaded the U.S., but they only took over, like, the West Coast. And the U.S. was holding them back, like, in the Midwest. They were holding back the North Korean army. Um, but it seems like in this game, at this point, American, you know, America failed. We've been completely invaded. And now the revolution, I guess, is the people that are rising up against the Korean soldiers. Yeah, because there's zones and like the green zone. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember how it worked for us. Like, meaning, I think the red zones were what you would think of for the North Koreans as the green zones, which are like the uh, the the nice areas where uh, Korean. It's been fully gentrified, and it's all the Koreans yeah. who are living nice. There's lots of defenses and all that stuff to make sure things aren't there. And then a lot of the zones you're playing in, like in this in the, in the beta and in the demos at events has been in, uh, I believe, the red zone, which is where, like, it's the slums. It's where, it's where you're, yeah. you're fighting amidst, you know, your, your kind of ghetto that you live in. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, but the beta does go live. It, it's going to go live, I believe, next week, at the beginning of February. It's going to go live for most of the people that are pre-ordered. They're going to be sending out beta codes. And uh, it's mostly going to be stress testing for their servers. Yeah. So... We'll see how that goes. Uh, there, there is customization in the game that you can customize the way your soldier looks. So not every soldier looks the same. Uh, you customize what they're wearing, uh, customize their weapons. You kind of do the same thing you do in Halo, where you buy these packs uh, with money that you earn in game. You earn money in game, and you buy these packs to unlock equipment, attachments, you know, clothing, weapons. Uh, there's different packs you can buy. For different uh, things. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, yeah, that's how you unlock equipment. You don't unlock it by XP or kills or none of that stuff. Right. Really? And 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 the, or- and the XP is very stingy. You don't get a lot of XP per match. Even if your whole team does very well and everybody survives, you don't get a lot of XP. And even if you fail during halfway through the mission, you only get like 25 XP, 10 XP. 5xp see i thought you were gonna like uh, well and again this was probably mostly in my head i was never told this but i always thought you would find it like laying around right i thought that would be a cool way where like if you were on a mission and you saw like an outfit on the ground or something you could grab it and then that was your takeaway um Mm -hmm. a little discouraged by a lot of what i'm hearing here yeah um and they they do have a lot of tanks and and jeeps and hummers you know obviously it's you and you're on foot and you're fighting these fucking tanks and these hummers and these armored vehicles and it's hard man it's not easy so there's gonna be times where you're gonna need to unlock the rpgs and the thing about this game is when you use up your your consumables which is like a grenade uh, molotov cocktails you don't get those back the next match. You have to go and buy another pack to unlock more. 
uh, which kind of sucks. You know what, dude? If you're never fight a Hummer, just let it be. Just let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> never <laughs> fight the Hummer. <laughs> That's yeah, what I got out of that. I, you're gonna you know, lose. <laughs> from what I heard, uh, I'm not excited about this game, but you never know. The the next beta might change my mind. I don't know. I'm getting kind of, I'm getting kind of burnt out on betas lately. Lots of betas, I, man. I know everybody wanted everybody wanted more betas, and then we get more betas, and you're like, ah. Sometimes it sometimes it's, it it stops you from just dropping because if you, if you don't know a lot about a game, it's mysterious, <laughs> yeah. and you just drop the money. The and division, you're like, I'll take it. The division, good example, man. The division. If I would have not played that beta, I would probably be pre-ordering that game right now. But I played it, and I didn't like it, so I'm not pre-ordering. I'd Same like- thing happened with Siege. Siege, the first beta uh, that yes. I played. I didn't enjoy the first beta, and I was like, I'm not pre-ordering this. And then after it released and people were kind of, you know, hyping it up and then saying that it was actually good, I went and bought it, and I really loved that game. I enjoyed it a lot. I played it a lot this week, actually. And it's a lot of fun, but that first beta threw me off, and I was like, uh-uh. Which is a good, you know, that's, that's a good point you make there, which is why you may not want to gauge your interest on a game purely on the beta but uh you know rentals and demos are uh kind of a rarity these days <laughs> so there's there's really no way to do it but of course if you can rent the game that's always a good way to to get a test a taste of it first but um i don't know i i could really use with less betas and less open world games this year that's my two wish list items <laughs> every every game is open world nowadays i know Every day, but there's some good ones. I mean, sometimes open world is great. Like I, I, I love an open world, but sometimes you just want to be guided down a path, and you just want to shoot shit, move forward. You know, you just want something simple, something where where you don't have to like chase all the question marks and, and Witcher, or, you know, do all that chaotic stuff. You know, I just want to play a game. Let me play a game. I <sighs> give you Uncharted. No, um, but uh, yeah, yeah so. Uncharted looks good. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uncharted, yeah, I'm, I need something to play Uncharted 3. But, you guys, I did, you know what I played today? Or yesterday, or the day before? It happened this week, I promise. Um, I played <laughs> Tomb Raider, I played the DLC, the Bob, Baba Yaga, the Temple mm-hmm. of the Witch. And it's really short, it's really, really short. It's only 10 bucks, and you're only going to get about, if you do everything, if you do the, the, the challenge, and you collect everything you can collect in that, maybe it'll take you two and a half hours. That's discouraging. Yeah, so it's it's hours? it's a little over an hour, maybe an hour and a half, just to run. Through. There's oh. not much to it. There's not much to, it. but I still liked it. I mean, I love Tomb Raider. I love Laura Croft. That's my chick. So I mean, yeah, but that give... was a long game, and they could pad it very easily. <sighs> I, you know, like don't. Are you talking bad about Laura? No, 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 no. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Like that game, Rise of the Tomb Raider was was a long game, and not in a bad way. And they can give you activities and there are ways to pad that, like not unnecessarily, but ways to pad that experience where I would think it would be very easy to create like a four or five hour DLC thing, exactly. you know, yeah. which is stuff to collect. But Rob, did you get to well, it they yet? Have, they could have, they no, I haven't yet. They could have easily just tacked it on to another part of the story that, that happened within the game because there's still questions from within that game that... That you still have, um, but the DLC was kind of left field, and uh, it, it's very dark. It's it's quite different from um, the actual game story. Well, that doesn't really doesn't really hold any correlation to anything that happened in the game at all. Yeah, you just go fight this witch chick. That's about it. <clears throat> well, I don't know that I'm necessarily against that, though. It, it just look at I mean, 
when you look at the DLC that came out for Syndicate, it sort of tied in. Uh, it was it was a little bit different, but it still tied in. And, and this thing, it just felt like it was trying to push a fucking pig into a square cir- square spot. But <laughs> it just didn't fit. It just didn't seem to fit. It doesn't seem to fit. It feels. It just I don't. I actually don't like it. It's kind of came to today. It's nice oh, playing as okay. Lara again, and you know I, I love this game. This, this was my game of the year last year, and it just didn't doesn't doesn't feel right. Doesn't doesn't fit in there. When you do beat it, though, you get an awesome skin. You get to wear, like, the witch's thing with the horns on it, the antelopes. I saw that. And... You, t- you took yeah. a screenshot of that. Mm-hmm. It looks like a, kind of like a – it reminded me of Far Cry Primal. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> but I wanted, I wanted this to play the whole game with. Like, this is an amazing skin. I, I want to go back into the game and wear this the entire time. Like, it looks really cool. It looks like Skyrim meets, meets like, whatever. What were you just saying? Far Cry Primal. Uh, yeah. it, it looks really neat. I mean, it just it just looks fantastic. But you only get it when you're done. And I'm already 100% completed with everything. So I'm not going to run around just chasing squirrels. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, I can. That's kind of fun. I like to kill squirrels. <laughs> well, you could have the glitch like I can that prevents you from shooting the green bird in the uh, one area and stops you from getting 100%. <laughs> wow. It's a known glitch. They They keep promising the next patch will update it so revision four is what we're currently being promised will update it but it'll be lackluster because i'll get i'll get the update i'll walk out the bird will be right there i'll shoot it in the head and boom 100 percent the achievement unlocks and then i feel like i've done nothing else <laughs> hey man, e- easy achievements are good that's true that's true i'm done with those yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm on a i'm on a 340 day achievement streak man I'll, I'll take an easy achievement anyway nice work yeah yeah well if you're uh, fortunate or unfortunate, as you as you may see it, uh, to not have that bird spawn, uh, and you were like me, you spent ninety minutes trying to find it, uh, and then you watched a video and saw that it spawns like right next to where you get the mission. Um, yeah, that'll well, hopefully I, get I, patched out soon. I found it straight away, and then I heard about all the problems with it. Yeah, but apparently they know exactly what it is. So once the update patch happens, you'll just enter that area, and it'll be right there. So that's the good news. Mm. Yeah, that bird. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Did I miss it? You guys have an achievement, green, right? Green. It's the green bird at the um at the Russian the, the Russian camp you end up at the very beginning of the game. Well, yeah. not the very beginning, but it's the main the first main base that you end up at. There's a little green bird around there that you got to shoot. It's one of okay. the challenges. Yeah, okay, hundred percent of it. You've done it. Okay, well, if I'll level with you, I, I'm hundred percenting all the stuff in the game, not the achievements. Oh, no, but yeah, it's, it was like a side mission, so if oh. you went and talked to everybody and got all their side missions, you okay. probably did it. You wouldn't have thought anything of it because it takes like 30 seconds to do, so it's just been mm. one of those things you're doing as you're clearing out the area, but for some of us, the bird's glitched and never shows up. It shows up on your map, and you're just running around the area, and you're like, where the hell? I, I've checked every square inch of this area, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it yeah, just, I think, yeah. I think, I think Brink had the problem, too, but... And then oh, okay. I eventually found it. I think his oh. problem was more more him than than the game. <laughs> well, he, didn't, actually, he didn't realize he was chasing a bird. I played a little bit of that game this week, and I'm going through it, man. And I'm playing it on survival, and I don't know why the fuck I picked survival because I'm having a hard time not going back to it. So I was like, oh man, it's not even that hard, man. I played it on survival too. Once you get like, once you get like three quarters of the way through the game, it's cakewalk. You might you may never die like after that point. Like you just you're so yeah, like, leveled up. If you're yeah, I like, only have like three skills unlocked, man. I don't know how the fuck to get experience. Oh, well, and you played for what? Like four weeks? Come on, man. You need- no, no, man, no, no. I played like two, three weeks now, and like I have like three, four skills unlocked, maybe five. 
it's hard to get XP in the survival mode or whatever the hell it's called. Do I have to kill like all the animals around me or something? No, it XP yeah, works the same. <sighs> I think you sh- you probably want to do more story missions actually. Yeah, yeah. That's probably what it is. I think those yeah. pump the most XP. I, I th- XP is just XP, man. I, I shoot all the animals. I see animals, I kill them. They're not getting away. Unless there's the rabbits, because the rabbits will, will somehow magically disappear. Like, they'll kind of, like, disappear in rocks and in grass. You're like, what the fuck? I wasn't about to shoot that. Uh, <laughs> but still, still, Tomb Raider's a fantastic game. I, if you love Tomb Raider, you have to buy the DLC. It's just the way it works. You know, like... <laughs> oh, okay. That's just that's the cool way it works. In Tomb Raider. There's a cool achievement in Tomb Raider where you have to pick up a chicken, I think, or a hen, or whatever the hell it is, and chuck it, then shoot it. Yeah, yeah, cool yeah. Achievement. yeah. I think they have one for a bottle, too, but I do remember the chicken one. <laughs> yeah. You know, I popped out the other day thinking, oh, that was actually an achievement. Didn't know that. Yeah, but, yeah no, there's it some cool cool things in that game you've got to do. I'm going through, an- re-going through at the moment doing the challenges. I got the easiest achievement. I was, I was in there. Like, there's this place where you take this cart that's i don't know you take this thing somewhere but you come back and i was trying to do the challenge trying to find these things to shoot at me at the shoot 10 of them i somehow fell off the fucking thing and i'm like god damn it but i got an achievement for jumping off the thing so you get an achievement for just jumping off this thing into, into to your death and in, in the dlc yeah. yeah there's an achievement for dying stupidly i think yeah. <laughs> but i was like god oh, that was a cool been one in all of them actually or all of the uh the newer tomb raider ones and both of them i guess is what i should have said Fuck, I love Tomb Raider. Oh, God, I love Tomb Raider. I was thinking about getting it on PC, but... I'll definitely get it on PC. I'll get it on PlayStation, too. Uh, If you guys... Yeah, have you guys heard the the PC launch this week, uh, how that's going? Because I got a little update. Um... (laughs) I heard it's, the frame rate's kind of dippy. That's why I've been it's waiting. It's gonna need some. It's gonna need some patches. Um, it's the the Batman syndrome. Not that bad, but uh, basically, when you get into the geothermal site, which uh, I don't want to spoil too much, but like that's you know kind of one of the I, I would say the fifty percent point of the game. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on there. There's some steam, lots of special effects, lots of moving grass, lots of people. Um, and uh, apparently, yeah, your your frame rate takes a dive. A 980 Ti gets about 30-something frames when it was normally running about 100. Um, and you're looking, and, that's uh, like an $800 video card. Yes, yes. Um, and uh, apparently uh, a, uh, the Radeons are suffering even worse. So lots of stuttering, lots of lots of roughness. So um, again, it'll be something that'll totally get patched out. I feel pretty confident it'll be okay, but um, it's not the strongest showing because that game was smooth as butter, at least for me on the Xbox One, the whole way through. Yeah, I never had a problem on it. It was beautiful all the way through. Yep. Why can't they make more games like that? I know. Game right? companies, that, game companies that say no, we can't do whatever. Blah blah blah. Then Tomb Raider comes out and just shits all over, all over everybody. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I'm gonna. I will have 100. I will have this at some point. I know Dying Light, the 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 PC version with all the DLC, the new mm-hmm. expansion comes out next week. I really want to buy that because I really like Dying Light a lot, and I, I would like to play that and the stuff I missed. I mean, I'm trying to. I'm just trying to think of what I want to do. All these games are coming out. Have you ever played Dying Light? Yes, that was that made like my number like I don't know it was it was a, it was in my top five so somewhere in there yeah. four or five because that, that game, game was actually fun. that game launched the same way it had some stuttering and glitchy issues and then about two weeks afterwards nothing 
it was great. It was smoothed out. So um, hopefully it runs the same. Uh, the, uh, Tomb Raider has the same sin- scenario. Go with it. But I hope. I hope. I mean, they need it because, you know, like Xbox One sales weren't super huge. So they need like the PC and they need the PS4 to come through. By the time it gets the PS4, you guys, don't worry. You're going to have the best game ever. It's going to be perfect. The thing that... The thing I liked about the sales, though, was we all heard that it only moved like 300,000 copies over the holidays, except that now it's moved like a million and a half copies before the PC release. So, like, <laughs> you know, it's funny how the media covers what they want to about that game. <laughs> but uh, it, it did have a poor initial performance. It did. It was always going to. Well, I mean, up against it was Fallout. expected. Good yeah, point. That's Fallout, Fallout is title it's all anybody played for the first month and um it was always going to struggle up against that but fallout was going to be you know huge for that period of time and then other games like this would come back into it and tomb raider will be a massive success going over this year mm-hmm. yeah yeah no this will be the year for, at least in sales wise for tomb raider so um but yeah I noticed she just posted right now the CD keys. Like, uh, yeah. you guys, these guys know me. I'm fucking always talking about CD keys. Like, you get oh, okay. everything yeah. cheap. Okay. If you everything know about cheap. it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember getting Mad Max for like 17 or 18 bucks, you know, pre-ordering that. And like, oh, I, love, I love CD keys. CD keys. <laughs> um, so, what else is there to talk about? Two minutes done. You guys... I played something. No, I, I'm pretty much it, you guys. I, I did play Star Wars Battlefront. And I got to, I'll just be really quick. I got to level 25. Did, I've been trying to. Did release a new map? I, I, I don't know if it's out yet, but I was trying to get to level 25 for a long time, and I finally got there so I get that pistol that everyone's using. And they nerfed it. <laughs> did, I don't I don't, I don't. don't. It, it works good at, at really at medium range. At too close, it's too hard to aim through the thing, and at, at distance, you can't hit shit at distance. So maybe it was they better. They nerfed it this week. Uh, oh, that's the only it. thing I'm sorry about. Yeah, they nerfed it this week. I never used it, but I always was killed by it. But um, uh, Jesus, to answer your question, yes, they took the Tatooine single-player level or single-player co-op mm-hmm. level um, and made it into a multiplayer map. So you can Ooh, just it's play out. Out. So it's out now? Yes. Yes. Sweet, yes. sweet, sweet, sweet. I'm gonna get I honestly that. haven't played, but I'm pretty sure that update has already gone live. Okay. That's all I want to say about Battlefront. That's it. That's just I played it. Got to level twenty five. I'm happy. Um, if I quit now, I'd be happy because I got I unlocked all the guns. But yeah. nice. Yeah, I'm still not very good at the game. Every once in a while, I have a good game, but normally I'm like, eh, not so great. <sighs> That's the way it is, man. I'm not good at multiplayer games. I just I, I guess I'm getting weak. I'm just not playing them as much. I, I remember I I play Call of Duty and stand up with with the big boys, you know. But now I'm just kind of like I don't play them often. So if I go in every every week or two, I'm just I just suck the biggest greasiest hairiest balls you could suck, man. I just that's me, all mouthful. Well, I'm not for- great at, at Battlefront either, but I have fun either way. Like oh, and that update is live. So, um, but. Uh, but yeah, no, I have I have fun either way. Battlefront is just so laid back for me. Uh, I think that's why I like it. Like win or lose, I don't really care. And if I'm like too drunk at the end of the night, it's perfect. Like because because I can't get anything done otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of what I do like about go ahead, Jesus. What I do like about Battlefront is when you die, you just push X and you're back in it like really quick. You know, like it's not yeah, like you, you don't have to wait around. Do. Yeah. One game I did play, speaking of multiplayer games, is Siege, guys. I played a lot of Siege this week. And I mean a lot. 
I played a ton of Terrorist Hunt. And I got to say, that game is fucking good. If you just like to go in there and destroy things and be tactical about shit, and you get into a match where you have all your squad with mics, it's really, really fun. I was playing last night with my brother, actually, for like four hours straight. We were playing Terrorist Hunt with the same crew, same people. We were all we all stayed up to like three in the morning, and um, we were all playing this this mode, you know, Terrorist Hunt. And there was different objectives, you know, ones defuse the bomb, the other ones get the hostage out of there, all that stuff, or defend the objective from the enemies. And it was a lot of fun. I don't know. Do you play? Have you played Siege Raws? Uh, yes, yes. I was a huge Rainbow Six fan. So Terrorist Hunt was the only thing that kind of had me intrigued with siege um i i wasn't too keen on siege in and of itself uh when i had to play alone and a lot of my friends were too varied as to where they bought the game i think now the consensus is a lot of my friends have it on xbox one and i've been going back and forth as to whether or not to pull the trigger on it but occasionally i rented it in a red box and played on a game night but terrorist hunts are my favorite part of previous games and definitely siege yeah, I, I've actually ranked up to where I'm past level 20, and now I can get into ranked matches on the multiplayer where you're against other people. And um, it's actually really cool getting into those matches because by that point, everybody takes the game seriously. Everybody has mics. You know, there's a, a, the occasional, you know, dickhead that runs around and, oh, I'm going to kill you, you know, as soon as we spawn. Uh, I'm going to kill all my teammates as soon as we spawn. But. 90% of the time you'll get into a match and you'll have these people that are really tactical. You know, they're like, oh, all right, all right, set up here, set up here. You know, we're going to go through here and here. And uh, it's fun. Uh, and I found out the hard way there is a penalty for quitting early on the rake multiplayer matches. If you leave a match early and leave your teammates hanging, you know, you just kind of leave the match. They'll ban you from playing rank multiplayer for a while, like yeah. nine or ten minutes. Yeah. Like Halo. I like that. Actually, yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but the thing is, I lagged out of it. You know, somehow my my game started lagging, and I was like, "Oh, you're disconnected from host." And I was like, "Okay." So, I was trying to get back into Imagine. I said, "Oh, you've been banned from playing this mode because you quit early." And I was like, "I didn't quit early. The game just glitched out or something, and it kind of sucked." But oh well, it happens. Are you done? Are you done talking about Siege, man? I took a nap. Oh, man. No, we're talking about Siege. Siege is good, man. Siege is just like one of the best multiplayer games released last year. I know. I keep hearing that. I keep hearing that. I got nothing against Siege. Yeah, there's really cool maps. There's really unique maps. And um, pretty soon, I think this week, we're going to get, I don't know if it's new maps or just new operators, but I know for sure we're going to get two new operators from the the Canadian operators. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they're going to be unlocked for free for everybody to buy them or use them or whatever. Um that's I'm, cool. How is the free to play stuff like the just the way you progress in it? I know you don't really have to spend much money, um, but uh, or, or any at all if you don't want to. Um, but uh, like, how are you finding that? Do you feel it's still progressing? You still progress without noticing it too much? Yeah, you don't. You don't have any problems. I mean, if you only play in the multiplayer, like six versus six, mm-hmm. you're going to have a harder time unlocking operators. It's kind of set up where you have to play a lot of terrorist hunt because terrorist hunt, you know, you get on the normal mode and you get in there and you get a good squad. You can run these missions in two minutes, one minute. You could, right. there's actually an achievement for completing a, a terrorist hunt in under two minutes. You get in there, you grab the hostage and you run out and you extract them. Like if your teammates are really good, you guys are going to get in there and out really fast. 
Um, and, and a terrorist hunt is the way to like grind and get a lot of the I think it's called renown. Um, those like dog tag things where you unlock characters. You get a lot of that and a lot of XP every time you uh, you play a terrorist hunt. But if you only play the six versus six, which was what I was doing in the beginning, was only playing that. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot longer to unlock characters because you're you're having to play each match, usually five or six rounds each time, and in the end you're only getting like two hundred renown for the entire match. So, yeah, I would recommend playing Terrorist Hunt in the beginning, and also for everybody who who uh, who has Ubisoft UPlay, uh, you can go always go to the Ubi store on the on the Siege thing. And unlock like certain perks, and one of them is actually getting a booster, so you can activate this booster for 24 hours, and for those 24 hours, you're gonna get extra renown and XP for all the. Well, and it's stackable, so if all your friends yeah. do it on the same day, that was the one fear a lot of people had was that you'd get a bunch of people who were like, "Dude, you're not stacking. Why aren't you stacking? You need to do it because you have to pay for it after those 24 yeah. hours is up." But hey, bro, um, you ain't stacking. You ain't stacking, bro. I've not bro? heard that complaint though outside of <laughs> hypotheticals, right? I've never had anyone yeah. who was like, "Yeah, so I got into siege, and they're all fucking giving me shit for not stacking." You know, <laughs> I just realized. Uh, yeah, I, I, can I swear? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. You're done. I I had that boost on, and and it's cool because you get the boost, and you get like a fifty percent boost to your renown and your XP, and all your teammates get like a ten percent boost to their renown. So everybody gets you know a perk for having this stuff. Cool. Cool. You guys can't talk me into it. I think I've already missed the, the entry to siege. No, man. You can always get in there. You know, is is every mode have it where you die and you wait? No, T. Yeah. Well, yes, well, but T. Yeah. Hunt. Uh, what he's talking about, Terrace Hunt. Like that's co-op against the AI. A very smart AI, I should point out. Um, okay. <laughs> I have a hard time feeling like you'll do the die and wait thing because you're at least cheering on your buddies and you have to be very careless to be just the like if you want to take point every time and just barge into the front door sure you're going to get pretty bored but if you <laughs> to play the game in the least you should do okay <laughs> yeah. like yesterday we were playing on realistic mode on terrorist hunt and we like i said we had a squad of guys me my brother and three other guys that uh, we found on Xbox Live, and we all had mics. It was, it was a cool thing, you know, when everybody has mics. We were all talking, and one of the guys had a booster on, and we told him, why are you not stacking, bro? And we kicked him out. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, we were just playing, and, and, and we were <laughs> all on the same team, same match, and we would all be like, okay, in the beginning, we'd be like, okay, this is a, a you know, secure the hostage. So we'd be like, okay, which, which way do you guys want to go, bottom, top, or top to bottom? You know, sometimes we'd be like, okay, let's go to the bottom. So we'd go basement, first floor, second floor, third floor, fourth floor. Sometimes we'd go, oh, let's go to the top. We get to the top, and um, you could always hear the bombers, like, you know, the, the breathing, you know. Like, mm-hmm. You know, you hear the breathing of the bombers to their mask, and you're like, Suicide okay, there's a bombers, fucking, man. Yeah, there's a bomber around here, guys. Or we would get to, like, the top floor, and we would throw the drones into the building and just go find the hostage real quick. Okay, guys, let's go find the hostage. So we'd all throw our drones in there. We'd all be going through floor to floor, checking how many hostages were in there, how many enemies were in there, how many bombers. And we were okay, okay, the bomber's on the first floor, the bomber's on the second floor. There's a bomber near the hostage. And um, just the like that. On the, left. You, the bomber's on the left. Yeah. <laughs> and if you, can, if you can, you know, coordinate like that with your teammates, it's a lot of fun, man, because you just get in there and fuck everybody up. Well, and you, you, can say, you can say that about any uh, fucking multiplayer game if, if everyone's yeah. working together multiplayer is a lot more fun it's not just because it's siege i mean I'm, i'll never play siege in my life but 
any multiplayer games like that. If you get it's the right group, it's always fun. Yeah. You're right. That's got a point you got a point so if i go into siege like solo if i go just turn on like say fuck my friends i'm playing on the wii original wii because no one owns wii and it's uh, they ported it for some reason so i'm the only one with the wii <laughs> i'm playing it on there am i gonna have fun playing by myself hell no 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 it's not no. it's just now, not yeah, that I kind of game less than 20 minutes <laughs> Even, right. if, even if you're playing on normal terrorist hunt by yourself. All right. All right. I'm going in there for a half hour just to prove Fred wrong. <laughs> I'm going to get a timer. I'm going to show you. I'm going to do a 30-minute. You know Once you get that working on the Wii, you give me a call. I will come watch that. <laughs> with with motion controls it's be and like everything. Missing, missing all the textures on the wall. There's going to be no furniture in the room. There's going to be like one couch in each room. You remember back when they used to mod Quake to run really? I think it was Quake Three to run really fast on PCs. They just they 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 had these mods that would remove all the polygons so they'd run it like 120 frames a second. That's what it's gonna look like. It's just gonna be stick figures and like grid walls. <laughs> nice, dude. Yeah, I'm down. That sounds like fun. Did you I'm guys down. Ever see um, like Call of Duty um, Black Ops on the Wii running on the Wii, the original Wii? Uh, I saw Modern if, Warfare running on the Wii. If you go back to those games and watch them like on YouTube gameplays or something and watch like a Wii game, like a Wii Black Ops or a Modern Warfare or something like that, God, those games were missing so much textures and just the way they look. I actually have both of good. them if you want to see them. I, I do have a copy of Modern <laughs> Warfare and I think Black Ops... No, I have Modern Warfare 1 and 3 on the Wii. Wow. <laughs> I bought a wow. Wii and the guy happened to own both those games. I took them to GameStop and they offered me, I think, 18 cents for both of them. And I said, I'll keep them. You never know. Yeah. Um, 18 but, uh, cents. It's one fierce beer coaster, I'll tell you what. You got to go hit that double XP, man. You got those double double trading <laughs> credit days. You could have got, got 30 cents. <laughs> That's right. I forgot. I get a bonus this week. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Wait till you get the double. So you get like you get you know thirty six cents. <clears throat> Makes it a little worth. You know, so those old games aren't even worth trading in. You're like a dollar. Like I'll just keep it. I'd rather yeah. just keep the box because the, you know, I'll just have it so I can look at it. I guess. I mean, what, what am I gonna do with a dollar? It looks nicer on the shelf. Like money. you got the bookshelf. It just stacks better. It's just yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, I missed the physical stands discs. out too because people are like Zach and Wiki, you know, boy and his blob, Call of Duty. <laughs> hey, yeah, gun, part- Mr. Gunny Chief is in the chat. He's telling me to watch my whore mouth, so I'm gonna tell him <laughs> to shove it up his ass. Uh, so far, until he tastes it in the back of his throat. You were a host. <laughs> Gunny Anyways, Chief, man, you son of a bitch. I got some news to talk about this week, so. You guys remember Volition, you know, uh, Saints Row, the developer of Saints Row. They were developing a game back in the day for the PSP. That's true. Yeah. It's going to be it was going to be a port for Saints Row 2, uh, but they actually just switched the entire name and, and called it something I forget what the name of the game was. It was a completely different name for the game. Oh, it was an original uh, title for the PSP and um they canceled it in the end. They're like, "Oh, we're going to cancel this, you know, we're gonna fuck the PSP is dying." And uh, this week they just released it. Like they're like, oh fuck it, we're gonna just release it for free. Yep, uh, Saints Row Undercover was what it was called. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, actually, I downloaded the prototype, and I have a um, a PSP that can that can run. Um, I have a modded PSP. I'll just say you it. have a PSP. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, bro. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know what? You just reminded me. I have a Vita. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it's there. Uh, every once in a while, I look at the shelf and I see it and I go, damn, I had that thing. When was the last time I updated it? Oh, fuck. There's a PSP right there. Oh, and, uh, crap. And it's, it's well, and I, I do have every, um, yeah, anyway. Uh, and mine's modded, so I can run it. Um, and I was going to, and I've got the, uh, I've got the component cable cord so I can put it on my uh, TV and do a capture of it. So I was going to game capture it and play around with that prototype thing. So. True story, true story, true story. Back in like five years ago, I'm, okay, I went on Craigslist. I was looking for, because we're going to take a, we're going to take a, a trip to New York. So like, I, I want to play some video games. This is before I was even a gamer, really. So I went on Craigslist, looked for a PSP. I, I go, I go meet this kid. This kid's like 12 years old. Meet him at the Burger King parking lot. His parents are there too. He's like acting sly. He's like, hey, this thing's modded too. And you can just put games in. I'm like, what? So like, what the fuck is this? What's modded? I got it. I'm like, so I'm like downloading all these games. I found this iOS site. I'm downloading ISO site. I'm downloading all these games and putting them on there. And I never really played them, but it was cool to like download shit and put it on there for free. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was awesome. But like it was it was such a weird thing. And this little kid's like, it was forty bucks, and it came with some games already on this card, like a a gigabyte card. And I was kind of excited. And I played I think like one game. I played a game on there. Uh, See, it was. That- uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, it's the resistance. I played that thing on there. Oh, it was kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't work well with not having the right thumbstick. No, no, no. The only one resistance did okay. Oh, you know what you could do with resistance was you could play it with a Dual Shock Three on the oh, PSP. Oh, it was a oh. weird setup. Yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna do that on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> no, the whole controller and pull it out and plug it in. Like, all right, guys, I'm gonna play with my controller now. Yep. <laughs> I need my extension cord. I gotta plug this in. I need some Wi-Fi. <laughs> I've oh, heard God. people play fucking Wii U with the gamepad on the plane. Um, so you know, it's crazy. People do crazy things. Yeah, Tiger Tiger Claw um, just posted the Kotaku thing for the Saints Row release for free you just the link there's a link in the chat if you guys are in there yep <clears throat> yep yeah i don't have any big news mm-hmm. what, what were you gonna say oh no well, i, I just know. said that uh volition made it fully available um yeah and there's like a lot of crazy stuff on it too there's a like over 100 page document on uh i think it's on unseen 64 that'll tell you a bunch of stuff about the development of it if that's your interest which for me it is um it's, it's pretty crazy so that's a pretty cool website actually. If you go on there, you can see a bunch of different old games that were just canceled, and they'll have like screenshots of them or the announcements, uh, which E3 they were announced at, and shit like that. It's a pretty cool website actually. Yeah, Jesus, yeah, I gotta, I got, I'm gonna level with you, man. Do you have to keep muting your thing? Yeah, I, I should like click, click. That's okay. Oh. You don't notice the clicks, Himes. No, you notice the clicks. Them. You notice the clicks. Just like, click. ignore them. Just like this. Just like this. Yeah, good. Ignore them. Anyways, guys, big news here. PS4 is outselling the Xbox One. Two oh, but- to one. No shit. Two to one. Um, they already sold 35.9 million units globally as of January 2016. I guess that's okay. Uh, yeah, that's not a big number. Xbox One is trailing behind it. I got, uh, I think, around 19 million. Yeah, Microsoft's never really come out and said it, but uh, but there are different leaks and and different statistics we hear that suggests about that. Yeah, that is crazy stuff, man. That's that's good news for Sony. I mean, if you're a PlayStation Four gamer, you're not going to run out of people to play games with, I guess. 
I mean, if you if you play Battlefront, it's very obvious. <laughs> if you've played yeah. it on both consoles, uh, PS4, there's like a billion people on Xbox One. There's a decent number of people on, but nowhere near the same number. Hmm. You got you have it on both. Uh, <laughs> uh, I won't go into the story. Uh, that's for a B team episode. But I actually have it on all three platforms: PC, Xbox One, and PS4. And I didn't even want to buy the fucking game. <laughs> oh man, are you a big Star Wars guy? How did you get sucked into all these? I am a these, big man? Star Wars fan. I bought it on PC first because I wanted the prettiest version, and then um, I, <laughs> I somehow I forgot that uh, that. For games like this that are kind of like casual for other platforms on PC, they're hardcore. So uh, you will fight the most brutal hardcore players who can shimmy and do all kinds of stuff with WASD and mouse. And I can't with a gamepad and I have to play with a gamepad on PC because I suck. And um, so after a couple of months of just getting like three kills per night, uh, <laughs> I, got, I got tired of it. Yeah. Holy and crap, dude! This, I, I had the same thing with Call of Duty Black Ops Three. I bought it on on I bought it on uh, you know through CD keys because it was like thirty two bucks on PC, yeah. and, and it, I, I knew it was going to be the prettiest looking version, so I bought it. And I can, dude, the, when I look at my kill cams, and I watch almost all the kill cams, fuck, like how do they move like that? It's insane. I've, I've it made is that insane. Mistake. Three times. I did it with Titanfall. <clears throat> Titanfall was gorgeous and awesome on PC. And then a, a guy ran into a room, jumped on the wall, ran in a circle, and was able to kill me while running on this wall in a circle uh, with pinpoint accuracy in the head like multiple <laughs> times. And I was like, okay, another guy sniped me from across the map where he couldn't even see me. He just kind of knew I was there, and he wasn't cheating, like, sadly. Um, so after Titanfall, Star Wars Battlefront, and I think Battlefield 4, that's it. Nope, I do not buy online shooters on PC anymore. Unless it's only single player. Forget it. It's hardcore, man. Yeah. They're ruthless. It's like, it's yeah, because they put their sensitivity at super duper high, and you're like, what? Like, how do you go from go from moving that fast to stopping to, like, aiming? I can't well, even do... Oh, no way, a man. A gamepad can't do... Like, and I don't know if you play with a gamepad, but if you do, yeah. a gamepad can't do, like, a lot of the things you'll see in most uh, PC shooters where they can shimmy back and forth, but they can adjust for it, and all they're doing is they're pressing S and D, S and D, and they're, they're moving back and forth with... Or, I'm sorry, A and D, and they can, like, shimmy back and forth while adjusting for it and shooting you a gamepad can't do it you literally can't strafe like that and aim the the gamepad doesn't allow for it so they can literally move in ways you can't and they know that like like pc players will tell you well the answer there is to stop playing with a gamepad and learn WASD. they're not wrong but i'm just not going to do it i'm not going to do it either <laughs> i can't do it I, I need a new keyboard i got the chiclet key so it's really everything fills the same height it's all low and there's no like yeah. ingrooves and it just doesn't work i tried i tried it I just, I played, I got like two kills out of a match, and I was like, eh, back to the gamepad. I can keep up. Some games I actually do good. I'm on the top of the, the list, you know, some games, but then other games, it just, it just doesn't work for me. It just, it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm a noob. I admit it. I'm a noob. All hail I mean, to I've, the PC Kings. Seriously. I've done it for a couple of games. Like, I got through Amnesia, but Amnesia is not exactly Call of Duty competitive. <laughs> just walk around and dodge the big lumbering thing. Uh, but, you know, I mean, for the most part, yeah, I, 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 I'm not a WASD keyboard and mouse gamer. Nope. What about you, Rob? Rob, you just because Rob just got, got a laptop. It's pr it's a, it's a beast of a laptop. It's all pre built. But you, you don't use your you can't do the keyboard thing, can you? No, I can. I just don't like to. I don't like gaming like that. 
If, if, if game doesn't have control support, I won't buy it. You got to be all into it. You got to be lean forward, you know, in both hands. I just want to be kicked back, one foot up on my yeah. something, one foot somewhere else. Like, it's all twister up in my room when I'm playing <laughs> a game. <laughs> <laughs> one foot up something, one foot up something else? Uh, yeah. Like, 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 spread eagle and shit. Like, like, yeah. Like, I got one like, arm underneath splits, the one leg. I lift. Yeah. 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 One, le- one leg is propped it up. I got one leg underneath that leg. Gotta, one arm underneath that leg. Underneath, like, like, like a reach around. And I play games like that. Like, <laughs> I got a game of chess over. Over here and then i've got like 16 <laughs> friends over here and i'm watching something too <laughs> yeah i need yeah i'm all about the controller man it's just when you go into multiplayer games expect to get your 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 balls smashed and smeared all over the sidewalk man it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen every once in a while i do have those games like i was saying and i'm like yeah i know how to do it next game come in boom nope nope and i, I can't help but to watch the freaking kill cams Oh, uh, Call of Duty, like, you know, you're like, I got to see how this motherfucker did this. Battlefront doesn't give you a kill cam. They're just like, hey, you suck. You yeah, know, they're like, like, yeah, you lay there dead, and then the, you watch the guy run around you. <laughs> like, run around. Like, oh, actually, on PC, they teabag. I have been yeah. teabagged by a stormtrooper in Battlefront on PC. Nice, dude. So, yeah. Metal yeah. to the head. Thump, 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 yeah. thump, thump. <laughs> it's, it's real humbling. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. Hey, Rob, what have you played this week? Um, not a heck of a lot. Just cleaning up some games, to be honest. Uh, mostly, I've been playing. Um, still playing Forza Horizon. Um, that's pretty much been it, man. It, this hasn't been a good week for gaming. I, I started playing um, Forza Five just because I wanted to see if it was any good. It's not that great for me, but <laughs> I'm kind. I'm just kind of enjoying it. And I'm going through just car phase at the moment where I'm enjoying car games, at least Forza games. Um, but. Yeah, no, it's, it's been a tough week for gaming. Um, you played Forza 5 or Forza 6? No, Forza 5. I'm not going to pay for Forza 6, man. Screw Is there that. a difference? Isn't that the same game? 100, 120 <laughs> bucks over here. <laughs> Isn't it the same? I played the beta for Forza 6. I thought I was still playing Forza 5. Uh, unless I'm, you were bombarded with um, free-to-play stuff where they wanted you to spend real money, then no, you're playing Forza 6. Okay, guess what? Guess what? Gunny Chief's in a chat. I'm going to wait for this. He, once he hears this, watch, I'm going to hear because he loves Forza. It was like one of his favorite games last year, so yeah. fuck you, Gunny. <laughs> <clears throat> that's, yeah, Forza Horizon trumps, man. It's like that's just Forza Horizon 2. That's just a, a fantastic series. game. That's just a game. That That is a great game. And that's the game that's going to come out this year, right? A Horizon game? Because it goes number so. and then Horizon, Horizon, and then a number and then Horizon. Yeah, yeah it's either so. Horizon or nothing. Yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't think. I don't know that there will be a Horizon this year. It's just. Uh, there's still a lot of, a lot of longevity in, in Horizon 2. They, they pretty much got that game right. They really could just drop another huge expansion and just kind of expand on it like a platform. You have its own Horizon platform. I mean, why even make a new game? Yeah, I mean, uh, I play, what was it, uh, Storm Island, and Storm Island's good fun. Um, well worth well worth the 20 or 30 bucks, whatever it cost me. Actually, no, I didn't buy it. Who am I kidding? <coughs> <laughs> All right. But, uh, Guys, I... what else are you playing? Oh, well, that's, it's, it's, yeah, it's uh, not, not a good time for gaming right now. It'll come well, back. One, one game that I did play this week is Madden 16, guys. Oh, yeah, of course. Madden 16. But I got a big news for you guys that haven't played Madden 16. You can now play with me, guys. because It is coming to EA Access. Ooh. 
Madden 16 will be added to the vault on February 2nd. So anybody who has EA access want to have access to Madden NFL 16 free, the full game. Another game added nice. to the vault. Yay. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be playing while well, you're playing Madden 16 for free. I'll be playing as Yarny. <laughs> yeah, man, that that game is good, man. You know, if you guys if you guys, you know, want to try it out, if you like Madden's and you haven't bought it yet, go and give it a shot. I never seen the wrong person. Yeah. We yeah, no, I'm not even going to say it because you guys all Americans won't be offended by my hatred of your sport. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a the rugby. rugby 16 game, rugby 16 or something like that, Rob rugby manager. <laughs> yeah, like, rugby game has never been very good on console, but rugby is still a far better sport. Superior in every way. <laughs> I, I just don't get sports, man. Why, why cheer and get all happy about watching and watching two people you don't know play each other? It's like, come on, play your own Violence. games. Well, yeah. Violence. Oh yeah, when, yeah. When, there, when there's a, yeah, dude. When there's a fight that breaks out in hockey, that's fun. I mean, that, that really is fun. Well, there's that, but like, I mean, rugby is a brutal sport. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, man. That's for real, man. You wouldn't yeah. understand knives. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't understand, Rob. I mean, thank so, you. Soon, you're not even going to be able to tackle in football. Yeah. <laughs> so you all, you're you're going to have flags. flags <laughs> Oh shit! Like every like, anytime I ever watch, I only watch once a year, and that's during Super Bowl. And there's so many like, what do you call them? Like fouls? Or what do you call it when they timeouts and all that shit? It's like timeouts, flag, tag, penalty, blah blah. blah. You're like holy shit! Like play the damn game. Well, no, they have <sighs> to do that. They they need to get yeah. their Super Bowl advert- advertising all through. Yeah, there, there, and be, and because everyone's on drugs in that sport, they need they need the rest <laughs> time. You know, if, if they run for ten <laughs> seconds, man, that that, that gassed. See. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, you know what? I'll give it to the advertisements though, because there is some amazing commercials. Like I love watching those commercials. That's my favorite part. Maybe that's why I watch Super Bowl. Besides, I might have some money in a in a pool somewhere, so like I could win some cash. <clears throat> the Super Bowl actually has the most expensive ads on TV. Basically, man. I mean, if you look at how much an ad costs for like running an ad for thirty seconds on Super Bowl time, it's millions of dollars. It's ridiculous. Hell yeah! Yeah. When I worked for Cars.com, we ran a Super Bowl ad, and I think we paid $3.5 million in Whoa. 2008 for our 30-second spot. That's that. That's like find a car in your local area thing. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah ah. I, I, I used to I used to do um, back-end uh, programming for that site. So, yeah. Back-end hustles. Don't lie. You're like, yeah, I'll find yeah, you this car. You're yeah. half price. I'll find you this car. Oh, don't no. Worry. We used to do some shady shit on that site. Like, uh, I don't mean like it's, it was all legal, but it was like we would go to Chevy and go, hey, we just did a pro- profile on your new Camaro. Do you want to have ads on there? And they're like, sure. And we'd like negotiate a deal. Then we'd go to Ford and we're like, hey, Chevy wanted to put – you know, pay this much for Camaro hey. ads. If you want Mustang ads on there, you can try to beat their bid, and then we would play them against each other until somebody outbid the other for the Camaro page. Dude, like, guess what? That's stuff like that. That's how Tomb Raider got on Xbox first. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> like that. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's pretty much how Vince McMahon ended up only wrestling in professional wrestling. <laughs> yeah, that's what he so. did. Yeah, so. Damn, and and obviously, awesome. we were able to buy a Super Bowl ad, so. <laughs> that's crazy, man. Yeah, this one ad. That's why they're all funny-ass fucking ads. Every time you watch them, you know, they're all really good ads because they have to yeah. be good. 
There's really, something magical yeah. about watching Super Bowl ads, like a block of really interesting commercials. But when once they air after the Super Bowl, they lose the magic somehow. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Like you see the same commercial, even if you didn't watch Super Bowl and you seen that same commercial outside of this, you'd be like, oh, it's just a commercial. But you watch it during Super Bowl, man, you, it's it's there's something magical about it. It's because there's not like five people and I'm no longer drunk, so it's no, it's <laughs> never any, it's not as good anymore. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tiger Claw is saying in February or during the Super Bowl we're going to get the TMNT 2 trailer and I cannot oh god dude I'm not going to be no Tiger Claw is my friend I'm not going to speak out because fuck it I'm doing it man we're on a show that was a long <laughs> that was the first time in years that I wanted to walk out on a movie was Terminator the first one the first Terminator? Not Terminator. No, not Terminator. I mean, I mean Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I just wanted to walk out of the theater. Really? I the aesthetics? I awesome. couldn't stand it, man. Yeah. Oh, Was I it just the aesthetics? You couldn't get over their face? Because, like, what happens in the movie is pretty damn spot on to, like, what happened in, like, the original cartoon. Uh, see, I don't, I don't remember that. It, just, it was something about the movement and Shredder and... I mean, there was some funny stuff. I'm not going to... I mean, that the elevator scene, it, it almost made up for the entire movie. But I was like, ah, I was like, I, I don't know. I want to I leave. I was like, if I wasn't with people, I would have walked out. I oh, just wasn't better if you it. walk out with people. Because no, like, they're just like, where are you going, man? No, because yeah, they liked it. The entire group of people walk out. Yeah. <laughs> where are you going? I'm going to the bathroom. I'll be back in two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Every theater that I go to has a bar nearby. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited about that Terminator game that Platinum's making. I mean, that, I mean, that, I keep saying Terminator, Turn, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, I'm, I'm, that seems like it'll be fun. Like I, I didn't get to play the the Transformers one, but it seemed like it was really awesome. The only reason I didn't play it because of the length, and I didn't want to spend that much money on it. So it might be a Redbox rental in the future. You but can, new, yeah. I I burned through it in about six hours. It's it's well worth it though. Is it? Is is really like? Yeah, okay. Because I love platinum games. I like their. Do you their like style Bayonetta? I love Bayonetta. It's better than Bayonetta two. Really, Bayonetta two was was on my list last year for like top games. Yep, yep. It, uh, Bayonetta two was a good game. Devastation did it better. Oh fuck yeah! I'm gonna go rent that sooner than later. Then. Yeah. Okay. Cool, man. Thank you. Sure. Any other any other pro tips from uh, um, Spider Venom? You probably want a red box. I mean, it's on sale. Actually, it's on sale at Target for twenty five bucks. If you know what you're getting, <laughs> you can pull the trigger on it. Uh, personally, I think I might wait for the Steam sale. But I was very pleased I played it. Um, okay, so it's it's a great red box rental though. Three dollars one night, bust through it, return it. Yeah, as long as you got like a six hour period of time. Um, another thing is because it's Bayonetta style, like it's it's um, uh, very you know timing heavy and and movement heavy and stuff. Um, and there's, there's some pretty deep stuff in there. Like, you can level up. You can pick the different characters. If you want to turn that game into a very long game and beat it a bunch of times, you can and, and probably would want to, right? Because how do you pick between Optimus Prime and Grimlock? Like, I mean, it's a, t- it's a tough call. Like, you know, who do you lock in? Um, and so uh, I got to say, <clears throat> it's got lots of replay value, but if you're going to play it in one steady night, yeah, you want you want, like like an energy drink or like a lot of Mountain Dew or something because yeah. you want to be all like jazzed up and, and energized. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a great game. Now, everyone says that about Mountain Dew, but I drink Mountain Dew. It's just a soda to me. Does that really, does it have extra well, caffeine? If you drink like six of them in an hour, I promise Whoa. you, you'll get all. <laughs> well, okay. All right. All right. I, I think if you drink any of six sodas in an hour. 
I get that. Gulp like the gallon sized big gulp. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I'm not a soda guy, so that's probably I don't drink sodas like almost universally. Uh, I'm not like against them. I just don't drink sodas, um, so that's probably why Mountain Dew affects me more than others. Yeah. You know, so Mountain Dew's sweet as hell, man. Just hit a line before you play it, and you'll be sweet for a minute. Yeah, there you go. One bump, and you're good for the night. <laughs> <laughs> One bump. That's going to add another $10 to my rental, though. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already, then I'm spending 13 or 15 16 bucks, man. I can't and afford that. I hope that. you don't want to replay it, because that's going to get real expensive fast. Uh, I, know, I, hope, I hope I don't want to. And then I won't want to come down, so now I'm just stuck paying $80 a day for cocaine, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, you guys, you guys are horrible friends, man. <laughs> this got, this has got awkward. Okay, there's, a, there's another news thing of, uh, I'm excited about. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. I'm excited about this. Excited? You're not excited because you didn't finish it because you're a chump. Uh, I think Rob said he might want to play it someday, but I don't think he has. But there's gonna be a her story too. Really? Uh, didn't, didn't I play that game? Isn't which, what was No, I played Life is Strange. Life is Strange. Her, her story is the one her you're just story, like. They have a sequel. Like, is it like a sequel? So it's not going to involve anything with the no, not going to involve any of the same people. It's but it's kind of like the same style. It's more like it's more like a rumor of a rumor. It's not a. It's so far a rumor. It's not even worth mentioning, to be honest. No, I think they said no. It says her story two developer teases her story two. Yeah, it says teased by the developer. It's 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 a rumor of a teaser. Mm -hmm. So you you figure that you figure that one out. Okay. Well, anyways, I want the game. I want it. If you want, want to it. talk about, if, if there's a very strong rumor going around that Red Dead Redemption is backwards compatible in the next week or two, and that will make backwards compatibility a huge hit for me. As long as they support. bring, as long as they bring the the Red Dead Redemption and was it what was the DLC called the uh, Undead Nightmare? Undead Nightmare. Yeah, yeah. If they bring both of them back, I'll definitely. I'm like, yeah. Well, yeah, unlikely the DLC will come across because no DLC has come across yet. Oh but. yeah, no, they have. Well, Mass Effect did, didn't it? Yeah, like actually, just the opposite. I think they said that all DLC will come across if it does. Um, oh. It has on a couple of the games that I've had before. So, I mean, provided you own it, Undead Nightmare yeah. should technically come across. My one concern, though, is I hope it performs okay. That's been a mixed bag on on, on Xbox One. I don't think they've got the lighting right because I played through Mass Effect and it was, it was a super dark game. And I'm not talking about dark in the story, just the, the game was dark. Yeah. A lot of the times you'd, you'd turn around and you couldn't even see your own face. It was, yeah. And... Um, DOSX suffers from that a lot. It's a really DOSX is already a pretty dark game as it was, but the lighting seems to be really bad on on, on the PC games. Yeah, hmm. man. If they bring Undead Nightmare back, that DLC was like the first zombie DLC that I played. That I was like, "Whoa, this is fucking cool!" Because you got to see the the people getting bit and turning mm. after they got bit. It was cool stuff. And a unicorn. <laughs> Yeah, and the unicorn oh, yeah. and Bigfoot and <laughs> yeah. all that shit was in that game. That game was cool, man. Yeah, the fucking Bigfoot was a big pussy. When I finally caught up with him, I yeah, him. he's all crying on the tree, like everybody hates me. He's like, what the See, fuck? This is why you never meet your idols. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. Hey, I, I know. I'm, I, I'm, I get to meet I Fred Rojas, and I'm just hours. realized that he's just a dude, man. What the hell? Yeah. I thought you were like, I was, yeah. I was spending hours looking for. Bigfoot in that game. And I remember when I finally found him in those woods, I was like, what the fuck are you doing up here crying? Like, what the hell is this? Yeah, it's kind of funny. At some point, he says, 
at some point he says, please shoot me. I said, well, fuck, you're all right. I'll yeah. Shoot you in the <laughs> yeah, actually, I think you can do that in that game. It's yeah. You can, yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. Fucking but, uh, yeah, So I, I, I have, because I saw a picture of it, and it's probably a doctored picture, but it showed uh, Red Dead in, in, in the um, Xbox selection of games, and it didn't have the 360 logo next to it like most of the BC games do. So it, it kind of fired up a small hope in me that they're actually properly bringing this game across if they're not then rockstar is the only reason yeah yeah well that's what i'm saying rockstar might actually be working on a, a re revamped version of the game because they haven't been doing too much lately they have been hiring i know that so i don't actually know what they're working on um but man a, a revamped red dead would just end my world it'd be it I'd, I'd quit work for for months just to play that game I've got my 360 copy, and every now and again, I'm just I look at the disc, and I'm like, "Do I start you, or do I still hold out for that PC slash next generation port that I know is never coming?" Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's that's, that's what Rockstar needs to do. They need to come out and be like, "Yeah, guys, you know that Red Dead game we made like six years ago? We remastered it, and we're bringing it to the Xbox One and PS4." There you go. I hope they do. I'd be happy with that. Just as I'd be just as happy as they released the Red Dead Two. I'd be happier if they re- re- revamped or uh, remastered Red Dead One because John Marston is the best character ever. Yes, that ending to his to his story was was crazy. I was like, oh, it, you know, it took me a long time. It took me a long time to get over that. Dude, the, yeah, the voice yeah. acting in Red Dead was so incredible. When you're watching it, you're like involved with these characters, like him and yeah. Bonnie, the chick Bonnie, and then his brother. Like, dude, like they were they were voiced like so perfectly there's no flaws i think in any of their performances it just was incredible mm. no the whole character of john Marston was just so perfectly done you know he's an outlaw who had who had a certain amount of pride about who he was and he was a very loyal person even to his wife despite what was going on in, in his real in his world that game got me to go back and play red dead revolver wow. and it wasn't uh wasn't really Great that related. It wasn't that related, yeah. and it wasn't that great. But I did go back and play it. <laughs> Probably regretted about two minutes into it because that game was really <laughs> awful. Well, no, you do that thing where you're just like, it's gonna get good any minute now. The magic's yeah. coming. <laughs> just, yeah, just I, never come. And maybe it did because I, 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 after an hour and a half, I thought, no, nah, it's not not happening. No, it really <laughs> never comes. Now, to be clear, different publisher, different developer, but yeah, mm. I, yeah. This just goes to show what what Rockstar are capable of, and you know, they 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 walk to the beat of their own drum, and and you have to respect them for that. They they don't go to E3, they don't do these big flashy announcements that most people get into. They just do their own thing, and they, yeah. it's a, a company that I have a huge amount of respect for because generally when they drop a game, it's you know it's going to be good. That's they deserve true, the millions of dollars and the budgets they get for their games, like GTA Five. That game had like a $300 million budget. They deserve that budget because they released an amazing game. Yeah, CD Projekt Red is going to be the price. next... CD Projekt Red is going to be that next company. Like, when a game comes out, yeah. you know that it's you're going to get yeah. more than you bargained for. But CD Projekt Red next makes everything happen with, with only $15 million. <laughs> well, you it's just crazy. saw what they did with Witcher 3. It's, you know, Witcher 3 was an amazing experience, and I forget what the name of the next game is going to be. But Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. That's the one. That game looks – I don't care what it's going to be. I'll, I'll pre-order it now if they put it up. Yep, I agree. I remember, I remember seeing the, 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 the cinematic 
trailer or whatever at E3 years ago. And I was like, I want that game, whatever. The girl's like, you know, she just, uh, it just looks fantastic. I mean, it's, it's all CGI trailer and it's not yeah. gameplay. But I was like, I need to have that now. And then like, and then a year passes and two years pass. I'm like, what the fuck? Where's this game at that I seen? And then I found out that was, you know, I didn't know much about CG Project Red. I found out why they're working on Witcher and that, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be fantastic. Yeah. You, yeah. They, they released a documentary just before Witcher 3 came out. And if it's something you haven't caught, go jump on YouTube and watch it because you'll then understand why they're such a good gaming company. That, that they truly are gamers making um, you know, making games for gamers. And, and where they come from in Poland, um, you know, Poland has a history of not being able to bring games into their country. So they were all about mm-hmm. um, stealing games, basically, because yeah. that, that was basically how they got to play games in, in Poland for, for, for their communist years. I remember actually a while back when The Witcher 2 came out, I remember there was a big thing where Witcher 2 was getting pirated and CD Projekt Red was, was, they were asked if they wanted to sue the people that were releasing this game for free. And CD Projekt Red was like, no, let no, them play the probably, game. Let them play it. They were it like, yeah, they were, like, they were like, if you guys want to pirate our game, go ahead. <laughs> Shit, we don't mm. care. Like, I mean, know, yeah, that was how they were. Uh, then Green Man Gaming starts selling their CD keys, and they were like, "Fuck them! <laughs> <laughs> we don't buy from them. What are they doing? We don't know where they yeah. got those keys from." But, uh, but no, CD Projekt Red is a fantastic development studio, and I think they've even come out and said, you know, we are going to put a lot of care behind cyberpunk uh, i've even heard things like we won't even see that game till 2017 um yeah. and i mean like see any gameplay on it let alone when it comes out yeah, although i think they're going to focus on the next dlc for witcher and then after that i think they're right. going to start, start a focus team for for the game if they haven't already but yeah. it's, it's you know they're not they're not a big enough company to be working on two or three big things at a time and you, and you like that because you know that what they're working on is going to be good yeah, a big yeah. shout out to them because they've 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 set this standard for the industry. They were one of the first companies to come out and say, well, "You know, we're not going to charge for our DLC. You know, we're going to release a lot of free content." And now you see a lot of other developers and a lot of other studios doing the same exact thing they did. So yeah, well, Halo Five, yeah, yeah, free defined. Halo Five did the same thing. You know, Halo 5 was like, we're going to release free DLC, free maps. Siege did the same thing. And other developers are doing the exact same thing because they see, you know, the the CD Projekt Red is, you know, they're releasing all this free content. Why charge for it? And you shouldn't be charged for a skin. I mean, it's retarded that Battlefield does that type of thing. Um, although I believe they got better, I don't know. But it's any, any company that's charging for just a skin on your gun or whatever, it's just stupid. And, um, you know, that's... CD Project Red, whatever they call themselves, they've, they've redefined how how we should be looking at DLC. DLC should be an expansion pack, and maybe it's what it should be actually be called an expansion pack as opposed to DLC. And let's not forget they're also responsible for good old games, which for retro gamers like me, oh, yeah. really it's, pleased with that site. <laughs> and then you wonder, if you watch that documentary, you understand why they have that website. Yeah, and I've actually put that documentary. Uh, it's it's a six part documentary released yeah. by them. I uh, just put it in the chat. So, but oh, it's sweet. on there. Yeah. It's on their YouTube video or YouTube page. It's very easy to find. Yeah. It's well worth watching. It's really interesting if you're into the sort of history of gaming. It's a fascinating watch. Yeah. Hey you guys, I got three voicemails. We just got another one that just came in. Do you guys want to hear them? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so. Um, the first one is from one of our favorite people in the world, Miss Normalate, 
who just left it right now after she left. She ditched us to go to bed. Look, sleep. You can do sleep anytime. But here it is. Here's, 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 I know. Who the f- Normie, we're gonna have we're gonna have we're gonna have some words. Here we go. Hi Sean, hi Jesus, it's Norma. I'm just calling to tell you guys congratulations on being on All Games Live now. That's so awesome. What a big step! And you know what? You guys deserve it. You guys are an amazing show. All right, talk to you later. Bye. Well, you didn't say hi to Rob. Yeah, that's the last time we played one of you fucking missed you. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't say hi to Rob or Fred. Come on now. Uh-huh. Okay, I got another one mentioned, but I'm surprised Rob wasn't. Okay, um, here's a uh, uh, here is uh, one from Brandon Lloyd or Obi. I'm not sure of the order. Horrible gamers, what's up, Sean? What's going on, man? It's Obi One X Two right here. Yeah, it's Obi. What's going on, guys? Uh, you guys are listening to the Horrible Gamers Podcast. Hopefully, we will see you soon in 2016. But until then, I bid you adieu. Later. Obey. Horseplay Live, guys. Great Geeky show. antics. Antics. Great show, great antics. Guy. Yeah, yep. super cool, cool dude. And the last one is from Brandon Lloyd from the Horrible Gamers community. Um, I'm hoping this is in a porta potty because he he used to go into porta potties and leave us messages and it was <laughs> awkward and maybe I'm hoping I'm hoping I haven't heard it yet I'm guessing. Why is this voice still on the voicemail? Isn't he like kicked off the show like five times a couple weeks ago? Anyway, that's this is Brandon Lloyd. I wanted to call y'all and say congratulations on getting to the All Games Network. Uh, it's about time and you know hopefully. Y'all can do bigger and better and keep growing. I love y'all. I've been here since early episodes. I don't know when, but long time. I love the show. Keep it up, guys. Later. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks, man. Lots of love, man, for all games. And all games is incredible. I mean, uh, I heard of this show that's on here. Um, the A team, the B team, something. And there's like a gaming... <laughs> Gaming history, 100 and something, one, one, five, 105, 108. 106. We just, we just pick numbers. It's, it's Some guy different. named Fred. Yeah. And they're talking about games. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is an incredible first show. Um, So I got one. Okay, we're going to dip into our community questions. And oh, we got some con- new community members. I pulled Sean Freeman. Sean Freeman from, you know, you guys all know him. He's a part of it. And Ooh. there's two names on here. I'm going to slaughter the last names, but I'm going to do it. If I sound like a fool... Fuck it, it's a it's a podcast. Tyler, <laughs> Tyler, Aranguin, Aregian, Aregian. I don't know. It's A R R E G I U N. How would you say that? A R R E G I U N. Aregian, 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 Aregian. There you go. Aregian. Sure. And we got another one from Chris R. Chris Rajabali. These people have weird names, man. Yeah, awesome last names. Mine's a Fuller, like Fuller. That sounds <laughs> like Fuller. <dumb. laughs> fuller shit. The names are probably just quite normal. Just IMs can't speak English. Yeah, that's, you guys are true. And we got a question. Okay, so Ryan Gibson, when I asked to send some questions, Ryan Gibson said, have a great show, guys. Thanks, Ryan. Ryan will, will probably be on the show next week. He's going to join us. Um, also, Andrew Dzik said, do you think The Division has what it takes to have a long-lasting game? That's worth playing months after it's out. Well, I guess we kind of went over that. Actually, what do you guys think? Yeah. Definitely, I actually think it, it will last a while. There'll be a there'll be a core cool game. I mean, Destiny's still going, and 
we white Destiny now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Destiny is going really strong still, and, and you definitely see, you know, that this game took a lot of notes from Destiny, and it's probably why it was delayed so many times. Um, mm. Definitely, it's going to have legs. Okay. I'm interested in playing it, but eh, we'll see what happens. Okay, so and um, Brandon Brandon Lloyd just says, "Congrats, guys! Can't wait to listen." So that, that's this is pretty much the end of episode eighty-seven. I'm gonna yeah. let uh, Fred plug his stuff, and before he plugs his stuff, I'm gonna plug it for him. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, do, I, I have honestly been listening to the B Team um, since, since of recently and Gaming History 101, and I, I'm really impressed with just you guys' show and the quality and just ha- and how you like just seriously remember shit from a game 10 years ago and you're talking to it as if I just played it. Like you, you're you're a dude. You, your memory is amazing. Yeah. But Fred, yeah. dude, where can they find you? And what's like up with you? What's up can. with you? Uh, sure. Uh, the podcast Gaming History 101. Uh, I have a British guy on mine. His name is Jam. He's my co-host, my partner in crime. Um, so uh, that makes us legit. But uh, we basically talk about retro games, but less about just like the mechanics of a game and more about kind of the culture and uh, oftentimes actually what, you know, what was going on historically in those times. So there's a little bit of history weaved in. But on top of that, if you guys get a chance, head over to the website, GamingHistory101.com where we do a ton of articles and videos and various other things. So we do expand well beyond the podcast. Um, however, I know the podcast is where most people find us. So, um, And that's here on All Games Tuesdays at 7. And then right after it, uh, Tuesdays at uh, – sorry, yeah, Tuesdays at 9 – is the B Team podcast where uh, me, Ryan, Eli, and Chip, which I believe Chip and Eli uh, yep. graced their presence on your show last week. Yeah, we had a two and a half hour show, dude. We were trying to like shut down yeah, in two yeah. hours. I was, like, I was we, all like, I can't. Oh, I can't. All right, guys. All right, guys. We're gonna have to cut, cut it cut it down now. <laughs> I know they're gonna be they're gonna be pissed that I I ended the show on time. Um, but uh, but yeah, so we get together with those cats and and we talk about a lot of things. Go off on some side tangents. Have some very inappropriate conversations um and uh and and whatnot but it's it's a fun it's a fun ensemble cast it really is yeah great show eli and chip and like you know honestly man you were you were asking in in our chat the other day on facebook if anybody wanted to join you on gaming history 101 i was fucking intimidated i'm like that would be so fun but i would like you know so much stuff and i just don't man oh no but listening to your last show was like whoa you guys are talking about these games these arcade games and these fucking old games and i'm just like what the fuck are they talking about (laughs) well see i think that's a misnomer though because i think any any one of you could have easily come on to the mass effect podcast and and offered a lot. So the thing is trying to find the right topic. So my thing with that was it was it was off the cuff and I needed a, a co-host pretty quick. So unfortunately, uh, you know, I was I was starting to reach out. But in the future, I'd love to see any of you guys on there. Um, and for we'll sure. just what we do is we just plan a topic that is better suited for you know, the person coming on. I usually like to go, what do you know a ton about? Because a lot of the times my guests are people who teach us about what they know about games so that's the other cool part of it i ain't teaching nobody nothing it's a really cool podcast man if you do not know a lot of things about mass effect go back into their archives and listen to the mass effect show that that show was it brought back so many good gaming memories from because i played mass effect back to back the entire series like when i first played it i it was when mass effect 3 came out and i bought one and then two and then three and i just played them back to back and it was just so much fun and just you talking about all the, the the different characters in the game, different decisions. It, it just brought back so many good well, memories. And, and, and a lot of to play the game again. 
when you say retro, a lot of people think way far back. And again, we do have some deep cut episodes, um, definitely. But we have a lot of ones that aren't so much. Like another very popular one was our Assassin's Creed episode. Um, or even like, you know, a Legend of Zelda episode. Like we've done a lot of those. So yeah, you definitely want to check our archive. Our feed only supports 100 shows. Um, but I've never gotten rid of a show. So that's the other thing is if you go to GamingHistory101.com and click on the podcast link, you can literally see all 207 or whatever shows we've done in the past and a lot of our older ones um are pretty impressive because of course you go for the easy stuff right off the bat right (laughs) so so that's where a lot of that stuff is but yeah the mass effect one is very recent so you can see that very easily on the feed sweet whenever you do whenever you do a madden one or call it (laughs) madden come on man The history of Madden, like the Addison Physics, uh, there's some Actually, of the roster. Um, if you're interested, we are planning soon to do the 8-bit and 16-bit sports games episode, oh, wow. um, which uh, if you if if anybody you know played their Tecmo Super Bowl growing up or their ice hockey on the NES or Mutant League football, that's the episode to check out. So um, yeah, I, I will I will reach out to you if you're interested. Right. So. We can talk about Madden 93. Oh, God, you guys. Get a room. Get a room. (laughs) Anything else before before we set out? Uh, I got nothing else to pimp. Yeah, just check it out. And very pleased that you guys are here. Um, I think you're a great addition to the All Games family, so welcome aboard. Thanks, man. And also, Fred, one more thing, man. Fred is part of the Social Dozen. Oh, yeah. As well, which starts actually just starts next week. The first episode is going to jump off. It's going to be Sean Freeman, Gabe Olea from Uncanny X Bros, Ted, you know, Ted from ZombieCast, Ted Bracewell, and myself. We're going to j- jump off with the first episode. So um, there should be a beat. What's that? You get to be on the Cherry Popper show. Wow. <coughs> yeah, I can't wait to listen. <laughs> yeah, so, guys, find that. Find Social Dozen. Put it in your feeds. It's going to be starting next week. It may not be a feed actually, yet for it, but it will be. Everybody who wants to leave a voicemail for the social dozen, remember it's a trending topic podcast. So you can literally just leave a topic that you want to discuss that day or something that's trending in your life. Go ahead and leave a voicemail at 201-762-4256. And yeah, just leave a voicemail and uh, you know, give them topics to talk about. Thank you. And also thank you. leave us a voicemail at Horrible Gamers Podcast. Our voicemail number is 504 475 Four four nine seven. Yeah. Thanks, Jesus. Okay, so final words are Jesus, find him. Jesus walks a lot in XBL. GSUS walks a lot on PlayStation Network. Brink, who's not here tonight, he'll be back a um, couple weeks or maybe he'll be back. Brink of Eternity on all platforms. Rob is King of Zed on all platforms. I am They Call Me I Am's. Um, uh, also find uh, Horribly Awkward that's my other podcast so find me there I'd appreciate it you guys listen Horribly Awkward is cool it gets awkward um, I am at Awkward underscore podcast on Twitter and at Horrible Gamers with the Z find our YouTube and we are now on all games dun dun give us a review on iTunes everybody leave us a review allgames.com check us out there check out all these fantastic podcasts everyone's there and check us out on Saturday nights live. Good night.
really I would like I would love to come on uh, come on the show sometime man it just it just gotta be I'm, I'm a dummy I'll tell you I'm a dummy but if it's like you, did you, have you guys done a Bioshock episode uh, we did a game club for Bioshock. We don't do game clubs anymore because I pussed out on those. I've started to play games on like live streams uh, instead of doing a, a. But yes, we did Bioshock. We haven't done two or infinite though, other than me making fun of it on last week's episode. Yeah, you um, totally should have fucked. Yeah, yeah. Like, four irons. I was like, I was just you right now. Where? People, when did I send you that? I for shit. <laughs> oh, I forgot I even sent that, dude. Because like you're, like, I, I was listening because I'm like I half listen. I'm working and pressure washing, and I heard horribly awkward. This probably Sean. I'm like, wait, what? Like I must have sent it to you a while ago, and like I was like, oh no, motherfucker! I've turned my pressure washer off. I'm pacing back and forth. I'm like, motherfucker, motherfucker, don't say, don't say anything about Elizabeth, or oh, I'm gonna shank them. Like, oh man, he had a point though, man. That fucking rail system was kind of pointless. Yeah, fun. well, and again, that that was kind of the joke of it was like the greatest games of all time can be the easiest targets. You know, like uh, one thing that I thought was great was uh, the one game I thought I was going to get the most shit for was A Link to the Past, and nobody came up against me on those points. <laughs> again, they were pretty brief points, but like when you go back to it, it's just like, oh, yeah, I guess it is only that I've played this game 6,000 times that I know where to go. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was, it was some fun stuff, but... Yeah, when you were talking about Link to the Past, man, I was I, that was one of my first Super Nintendo games, and I was like, "Whoa, that game was so good! Like, what the fuck? What I don't remember this shit." There we go. Oh yeah, gonna gonna tear into those other ones too. Yeah. We got some more. When I, when I attack uh, Castlevania, Simon Belmont's gonna the uh, one of our listeners, Simon Belmont's gonna lose his damn mind. I, <laughs> I assure you. 